are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, and I'm here to talk to you about Speak Now, the drug and alcohol awareness for parents. As a parent myself, I know it can be hard to talk with your kids about alcohol and drugs, but with Speak Now, they give you the facts as well as a starting point to have an open conversation regarding drug and alcohol abuse and use. So visit SpeakNowColorado.org to learn more and make sure you and your family are having important conversations that will save your children's future. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you, but you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart, and their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. Gives it a trade up top. Gerard walks far side and shoots. Score! Sam Gerard and the Avs have taken a one nothing lead. Side of the Atlanta Scott works it behind the cage to the near side of Ranson and back up top. Barry's a one timer. Score! Tyson Barry. And now the Blues are going to challenge. And this one may not count. We'll see. I mean, so close. I don't know, man. You know, it might count. I don't know. We'll see. Still a discussion on the near side. After reviewing the play, the play is onside. We have a good goal. It's a good goal. And the Abs do have a 2-0 lead. Oh, is that huge for the Colorado Avalanche. Holding and looking now. Twirls back up toward the point. Down the boards. McKinnon walks down deep and shoots. Score! Nathan McKinnon's first goal in his last 10 games. A scramble, picked up by the Avs, carried ahead by Landeskog, fires it towards an empty net, he scores! Game Landeskog! The Avs have taken a 4-1 lead. There's a dog pile on the captain. The Colorado Avalanche, after the worst season in Avalanche history, will return the next year to the Stanley Cup playoffs. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. What's unbelievable is how Mosier did all that without suffering some sort of aneurysm. Well, we think. I I seriously could listen to that on loop for three hours. That's great. And we can just kind of sit back and, and let everybody great. enjoy it. The unadulterated enthusiasm and relief and whatever else you want to call it after what we witnessed 
Saturday night at Pepsi Center. Welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on this gorgeous Monday morning here. Joined by James Manchester Maryland. H.W. still hasn't recovered from his wedding, apparently. He's not here. Live uh, tweeting of where he's watching the games from in Dallas. That was fun. That was fascinating. Yeah. Jesse Trujillo and Marty O back there. Uh, uh, that's What's funny is that he's tweeting this stuff as if people are sitting at home going, God, I wonder where Will's going to watch the game. Yeah, I hope he found a television. Now, I, did he actually, though? He did, I, right? I know. You know, <laughs> You know how I... Watch the better portion of the game because you know I had a speaking engagement yes. on Saturday night. Yes, and I know people do this when they're busy because I was at the speaking engagement and periodically people would say to me, "What's the score? What's?" They knew we've right. all been there. Yes, yeah, we know we know what it's like to be in that spot. So I'm sitting up there on the stage and I've got the game cast on, and I told you sometimes imagining a game is just as fun is watching a game. Sure. Because you're watching the game cast, and the game cast is pretty specific. Shots on goal, block yeah. shots, all yeah. this stuff. And you're just watching along going, okay, come on, come on. And then as soon as you see one of the digits turn, yep. the scoring digits, you're like, wow. It's like reading a book, right? It the is. The book is better than the movie because it's in your head. It is. You imagine it in yeah. your head. I did get to Pepsi Center late in the third period to watch the end of it because I wanted to feel it. I wanted a sense of what it was like. In the building. In the building. And everything Mosier just described there is right. It was electric. Well, and I, God, I almost hate to use the word, but HW and then now you. Yeah, I know. Call it know. lit. Was yeah. it lit? It was the, you know, the single loudest I've heard Pepsi Center in what, four years? Well, we need to match that tonight. You're right. And I will be in the building tonight doing my part. Manchester will be in the building. <laughs> my kids, my wife, the whole family Get will be going. there tonight Good, doing our part. Nuggets and Blazers in what essentially is a playoff game. Well, for the Nuggets. Of course. I mean, it's not really for the no. Blazers, so it no. kind of makes it an odd playoff no, game. But for yes. the Nuggets, it is. And when we get to our piping hot takes, I'll lay it all out for you. And I'll make it easy this time around because I know that I've often confused our listeners with playoff scenarios. I will make it easy on what's required for the Nuggets to get in. Let me say this, though, before I go to what it's going to take. Thanks, Golden State. Losers. <laughs> hey, Beard, Houston Rockets. You guys, best team in basketball. Thanks. Losers. Thanks a lot, Portland. Thanks. You, you tweeted it on, on Saturday night. The Nuggets get a, a big win Saturday Such afternoon. A Nuggets way. Oh, my God. It. The top three seeds in the West. All playing at home. Do you know? No, no. Actually, Portland was on the road. Okay. All right. But do you realize that the top three seeds in the West have never lost on the same night all season long? It's Except never for the one Except night. Except for the one night the Nuggets needed them to win. Just help from one of them. One. <laughs> one. I'm. I'm one. with you. I'm with you. But here was my thought when when you sent the tweet. Because you're right, and it is a very fatalistic. Like, of course, only the Nuggets could have this go against them. It's impossible to have it happen, but it happens. Here's the thing. Just beat freaking Memphis. And then it doesn't matter. I know, I know, it I know. I get it. But, but, but see, I, I understand what you're saying. I can't, I can't fix what happened in the past. I, know. I can only anticipate what happens moving forward. I know. As I'm sitting in that studio Saturday afternoon celebrating a Nuggets blowout victory in a game that I thought was going to be very tight all the way through and they found a way to win going away. As I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the schedule, James, and I'm seeing who these teams are playing and all of the teams that were supposed to win, favored to win, lost. I know. I just sat there and I said, yeah, 
Yep. This is what happens to Nuggets fans. The the day could have ended with the Nuggets essentially in the five seed. Six is as high as they could have gone. And instead, it really didn't. It was nothing changed. It was remarkable. I'm with you. But it it one they put themselves in that spot. Yeah. So and I get it. You can't change the past, but they put themselves in that spot. Two. You know what? Just go win. It's still the road to 47. I get it. It's the road to 47. You got a home game tonight against a team that's just waiting for the playoffs to start. And then Wednesday night in Minnesota. I mean, think of the week we have on Altitude 950. We got the Nuggets tonight. We got a huge game Wednesday, hopefully. Playoff game on Thursday. Playoff game on Saturday afternoon. I mean, it is setting up to be just a fantastic week. It's a good time to be a fan of Denver sports. And notice how I said Denver sports, plural. Time now for our big news right now. What the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. If you were there in 2014, you remember, you remember losing to the Minnesota Wild in that seventh game, that deciding game at Pepsi Center. It's been a while. Welcome back to the postseason, Avalanche. Welcome back, Nathan McKinnon. Coming last place by a lot and then making the playoffs, it kind of did the unthinkable, you know, I think, even for us. Uh, we didn't expect this in October. As the season progressed, I think our confidence grew and grew, and for the last month we expected to make the playoffs, so, you know, for it to actually happen is, is very satisfying. It's not like they have a big challenge on their hands. Only the best team in hockey right now, the President's Cup winners, The Nashville Predators, round one, game one, Thursday in Smashville. I think that our guys are hungry. They want to win. I think they believe that that if we play like we did tonight, that we can win. And I believe that. To me, we're not done by any means. Continue to go and play the right way, but still be loose and, 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 um, you know, hopefully put Nashville under some pressure. Pepsi Center, the place to be tonight as the Nuggets host the Blazers in what essentially is another playoff game for your Denver Nuggets. They did something they hadn't done all season on Saturday. Two things, actually. They beat the Clippers for the first time, and they won their fifth straight game. Longest win streak of the season. They're finding ways. We're finding ways to get the job done. Uh, we're making enough plays and probable wins at OKC, Milwaukee. Tough grinded out games, Indiana, Minnesota. And tonight, you know, we kind of held the lead throughout, won all four quarters. And it's a, it's a, another big win for us and another step in the right direction. As we mentioned, the Nuggets get absolutely zero help over the weekend. None. Nada. Every team you were rooting for to help the Nuggets playoff chances lost. Thanks, Lakers, last night against Utah. Thank you, Golden State, for rolling over. Appreciate it, Portland. Oh, and Houston, at home against OKC. Or was that the other way around? Against New Orleans. Houston at home against somebody. They blew it, too. Thanks. Oklahoma City has snapped the Rockets' 20-game home win streak. Huge win for the Thunder as they get a victory that will keep them no worse than 7th in the Western Conference. Rockies 1-2 and two on the opening weekend homestand. Man, that opening day was cold. So the result. Uh, they do get one game, the middle game, in dramatic fashion, extra innings. But yesterday was a snorathon. They lose that one. The Nuggets, or I'm sorry, the Rockies now an even 5-5 five and five on the season. They couldn't, couldn't handle that Atlanta pitcher yesterday. It was impressive. Uh, we didn't see that from him last year. 
but I was I was impressed by the the change up in good hitters counts, and we couldn't solve it. And then he started mixing in the breaking ball a little bit as the game went on. Again, the Rockies continue their home schedule. They've got the San Diego Padres in town for the first part of the week. See if they can jump out of this. Uh, five and five is not bad. Nothing to cry about. It's so early. Yeah, I mean you're you're keeping essentially your head above water. But this this is a series you got to win. This series, and you know what? It'd be nice. You, you go sweep the Padres. You get to eight and five. All's all's well. All's well. All can be better if the Nuggets win tonight. More on that. Reading some of your texts and our piping hot takes coming right up on the Vic Lombardi Show. Welcome, everybody. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Monday edition of Crackman and Harris, we will be live at the Alamo Draft House, 4255 West Colfax. On behalf of our friends at Donor Alliance, we'll talk to former Broncos running backs coach Eric Studisville, longtime NFL coach Sam Weish, and much, much more about their experiences with organ and heart transplants in their family. Plus, look back on the weekend that was for the Nuggets and the Avalanche. Where are our playoff hopes residing? Make sure you tune in to the Monday edition of Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Scott Agents here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop. Do you realize they have been in business for over 60 years? 60 years. I've been shopping at Kaufman's since I was a player in the NBA. When you came to Denver, you got in the cab and you went to Kaufman's because they had anything and everything you needed. And right now they're celebrating those 60 years with the Kaufman's 60th anniversary sale. Buy a suit at a regular price, get a second 60% off. Get 60% off clearance items. Even save 20% on custom suits, sport coats, slacks, shirts. You don't want to miss the 60th anniversary sale. It's going on now until April 30th at Kaufman's Tall and Big Men's Shop. Don't just shop anywhere. Get to Kaufman's Tall and Big Men's Shop. If you're tall, big, or athletically built, don't miss the 60th anniversary sale. They're at 3395 South Broadway, just off of Hampton, or shop them online 24-7 at Kaufman's.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The best live entertainment is at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. In concert May 11th, country music star Mark Chestnut. Tickets and info at buffalothunderresort.com. Where's the fun? Buffalo Thunder. The best live entertainment is at Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. In concert June 1st, Sawyer Brown. Tickets and info at buffalothunderresort.com. Where's the fun? Buffalo Thunder. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. 
Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. Try Cajun catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with home-style gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection in full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your home-style favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front-range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Here in the metro area, speeds are decent. They are starting to dip below posted limits, but I'm not hearing of any major delays on I-25, I-70, because of accidents. Traffic is brought to you by the Ad Council. North of the metro area, though, there is an accident blocking the left lane of northbound I-25 at the Berthoud exit. 85 million adults in America have high blood pressure. Get back on your treatment plan. Visit LowerYourHBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its high blood pressure. Pressure Awareness Partners. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Looks it up and out off a of body. Tipped ahead by Soderberg. Carl standing it in. Holds. Looks to Nieto with a shot. He scores! The Avs have taken a 5-2 lead over the St. Louis Blues. Another empty net goal. This one by Matt Nieto. And on Pepsi Vision, it says clinched. You know, it's crazy. We work all year long just to get to this point, right? Everybody is just get to yeah. the playoffs. Get to the playoffs. Just, just get there. Now what? Now, now, what are your expectations now that you're there? If you're an Avalanche fan, I mean, come on. Are, are they practical? Are they realistic? Would you be mad if they, they got swept? Do you need a game? Do you need two? What are the expectations? Is it all about just getting in or no. do you reset the expectations once the playoffs start? Well, I don't know if expectations is the right word though, Vic. Like my expectations have been exceeded. If they get swept, I'm going to look look back at the season and go, that was a great but year. But you'll still be upset that last game. Sure. But now that they're in, I'm greedy. Of now course. that I'm in, now That's that they're in, fans do. I'm saying, well, Nashville was an eight last year. Yes. They got all the way to the Stanley exactly Cup final. That's what I was thinking. So why not? Yeah. 0-3-1 and one against the Predators this year, by the way. 0-3-1. and one. Here's what I think you're... Here's what I think is a realistic expectation. I'm looking at the schedule today. Uh It's on the front page of the Denver Post. Game five, six, sure and that's not the flyers kid. <laughs> Game five, six, and seven all have the asterisk next to it, mm-hmm. if necessary. Make, make one of those games. Give happen. me one of those suckers. Yeah. I, I mean, I think if you get it to five and you lose in Nashville in five, 
okay, that would uh, it'd be a bummer. You always hate to lose, but you'd go, all right, good run. Make you can't it lose. go back to Smashville. Yes, you don't want to lose both games on home ice. You don't want to get swept. Uh, those would be bad. I think anything game five, game six, or mm-hmm. heaven forbid, a game seven would be gravy. And, and I'm not trying to be field day because mm-hmm. I, like I said, hey, they're in now, and I'm 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 thinking big. But if we're just being realistic. Win a game, win a win a couple. It it would be fan, it'd be fantastic. So I pulled up the Preds uh, stats last night because I just wanted to see how deep this team is. My goodness, they're third and fourth lines. I mean, that's where they win. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah. they're stars like they're superstars. They're not like the old Avs superstars that were you know Hall of Famers. These are okay. Yeah, it's their third and fourth lines. It's you know, their leading assist guys, defenseman, uh, PK Subban. They, they've got a lot of depth at every position. Their defense, their goals against number one in the NHL. They just know how to play a competitive playoff brand of hockey. No, I'm, I'm with you. And that is where they, where they win games. But you know where this series gets fun is if you can steal one in game one or game yes. two. Yes. If you steal yes. one Thursday or Saturday. Yes. All of a sudden, then we start yes. dreaming a little bit. Yes. Then we start, then we start getting big aspirations. On the show today, Altitude's Kyle Keefe will join us at 9 a.m. He and uh, John Michael Lyles, I don't know if you saw the broadcast. I did. I did. It looked like they were going to a wedding or prom. <laughs> they showed up in their tuxedos. It is prom season. Yes, it so is. So I was surprised they were able to, to get one rented. Well, now they're stuck. Like I told uh, Kiefer afterwards, I said, you've got to wear it for every game now. You, you can't, yeah. you cannot wear it because the jinx will set in. Did he debate that? Oh no. They're, they're going to wear the, okay. the tuxes for playoff tuxes. <laughs> playoff tuxes as long as it goes. Okay. They, they must be worn. I mean, you could change them up. I told him I have an old cummerbund he can wear. Cummerbund. There's a, I'm wearing one right yeah. now essentially <laughs> for my back. I see you in the cummerbund every morning. Yeah. Yeah. So the cummerbund is available, my friend. Time now for our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Hello, everybody. All right. I'm going to try to make this easy this morning. Because I know the last time I tried to describe the Nuggets playoff chances... I made it more confusing than ever. Yes. So I will make it easy with the help of my good friend Scotty Bay, who produces the Nuggets games. He laid it out for us. Those of us handling the television broadcast tonight at Altitude TV. Here, here it is. Win two and you're in. Okay. Win tonight in Port against Portland and then in Minnesota Wednesday and you're in. It's that easy. You don't know the seed, but you're in. You're in. Now. If the Nuggets were somehow to split these last two games, Portland and Mini, they would need a lot of help. Nobody helped them on Saturday. Nobody helped them. Here's what would need to happen for the Nuggets to get in via the split. New Orleans and San Antonio both play each other. So you are assured that one of those two teams will lose the season finale. They don't end in a tie. Even that can't go against the Nuggets. Exactly. So now you take those two teams and see who else they play before the season finale. And you ask, is it possible for them to lose two in a row? Is it possible? Okay. All right. Let's start with New Orleans. The New Orleans have to travel to the L.A. Clippers tonight. Are the Clippers still there after being eliminated by the Nuggets on Saturday? Are they still there? I don't know. 
You ne- you, that, that's going to be one extreme or the other, right? The dangerous team with nothing to lose or the team that's already made plans to go to Aruba. Because I don't know. The Nuggets ate them up and spit them out. Boban did not have any fun times against the Nuggets Saturday. He wasn't the typical Boban. The Nuggets ate them up and spit them out. Can the, can the Clippers find enough reason to play hard against New Orleans tonight? The other game is San Antonio <laughs> against Sacramento. Come on. No shot there. No. No it, shot in there. In San Antonio, right? Let's be honest. No shot there. Then you got the outside opportunities. Oklahoma City's at Miami tonight. Mm, Oklahoma City and Miami still has something to play for. Possible. Miami still has something to play for. Russell, There's something there. Russell's all worried about just getting enough rebounds. Yeah. He's got a record to go for. Problem is they close the season at home against Memphis. That ain't happening. That ain't happening. So goodbye, OKC. Goodbye, Spurs. They're not losing to Sacramento. The best bet for the Denver Nuggets, if they were to split these last two games, is for New Orleans to lose to the Clippers tonight and then for New Orleans to lose to San Antonio Wednesday night. Possible. Now, it it also depends on how the split goes. If you lose to Portland but beat Minnesota... Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? Let me tell you why. I've got the uh, tiebreakers in front of me. I'm glad you asked. Hurting my feelings here. The first tiebreaker is best winning percentage against each other. So even if you lose tonight and win Wednesday, that'll be a tie, right? Because they'll yes. be two and two against each other, the Nuggets and the T-Wolves. Yes. The second tiebreaker is better winning percentage against teams in the division. And if you go to those by Wednesday night, that will be a tie in the division. Right now, the T-Wolves are nine and six. The Nuggets are eight and six. So they would end up Nine and seven. Exactly. So that would be a tie. The third tiebreaker, winning percentage in conference. T-Wolves win that. They're 32 and 18. Nuggets are 27 and 23. Can't catch them. Tiebreaker goes to Minnesota. You gotta win both games. So the Nuggets have two ways to get in. Win both games or split and hope New Orleans loses both games. Yes. That's it. That's basically it. Unless. <laughs> oh jeez. Unless there are three teams tied with the same record. Okay. Then it's something weird. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're back to the Bonnie Franklin theme song one day at a time. Because we don't know. Yes. Just go beat Portland tonight. That's all we know. Beat Portland, beat Minnesota, win, and you're in. That's my hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Mine is simple, Vic, and it's a message to hockey guy. Just enjoy it, hockey mm. guy. Right? Enjoy the ride. Don't baby. be mad that all these fans are now getting on the bandwagon. Welcome them to the bandwagon. It's great. They were not paying attention all season. That's okay. Welcome all these media members who've been breaking down the senior bowl for months and now all of a sudden they're talking about the abs. Mm-hmm. Welcome them. Welcome people into the fold. Don't be hockey guy that is all mad that you didn't get enough attention all year and now you're getting attention. Just enjoy the attention. Just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. They were all over me on Saturday night because I wasn't tweeting enough about the abs game during the abs Are game. Are you counting your tweets? <laughs> exactly. That I tweeted more during the Nuggets game and not enough during the abs game. When in reality, I just actually had time to tweet during the Nuggets game because you've been at one of these, Vic. I was at a gymnastics meet and it's four hours and my son competes for four minutes. So I had a lot of time to tweet. 
Whereas in the abs game, I'm sitting there with the family trying to enjoy a little time watching the game. I'm not tweeting. It's not about hockey guy being offended. Just enjoy the moment, hockey guy. You've been waiting for this forever. Well, four years. It's here. Everybody's coming on board. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. Welcome them with open arms. It's playoff hockey back in the Mile High City. Don't ruin it by being a curmudgeon hockey guy. Uh, I ran into a lot of hockey guys after the game on Saturday night, and they were beyond happy. It was so much fun. It was so ecstatic. It was so electric. Again, not only the uh, game itself, but the post-game celebration. It's amazing, and I always go back to this, and you'll hear me say this every day. It's so amazing how sports brings a community together. Oh, it really is. Incredible. Incredible. It's the only thing that can do that, really. I mean, how many things, I mean, like a play, right? You can't go to a play. Right. Like Hamilton didn't bring the community together like a sporting event does. Right. Sports just has a way of doing that. Well, I'll say this, and I'm not trying to be Captain Bringdown, but the, it's the only positive thing that can bring a community together. We've seen the community come together over a tragedy. Oh, and over rallies and boycotts right. and all that business. Town but town, yeah. it's a positive thing that brings everybody together for a happy feeling. You're right. And it's it's so much fun to watch. Saturday night was great. The, the town was all on board. Tonight's going to be fantastic. If both teams can get in and we can get a little mojo going here, it's going to be at least a fun couple of weeks and hopefully more. Coming up a little bit later, we'll tell you what um, the Portland Blazers have to play for. This is actually a meaningful game for Portland tonight. I was hoping it meant nothing so they can what? rest their stars. Yes, it's meaningful. Yes, it's meaningful. They have something to play for tonight and Wednesday night. I'll tell you. Okay. You're looking at me I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I'm I'll confused. tell you. Don't worry about it. We'll read some of your texts. Kyle, keep a little bit later. Uh, we'll check in with a, um, a radio show actually from Rip City, Portland. You think we're big on what's going on here? That's all they got is the Blazers. That's, that's, that is their, their team, their only team. Well, and then I also see on here, we're going to try to find HW, uh, at the airport. Why? I, I don't know. Did he write that or did Marty write that? I guarantee he sent that in. <laughs> at 9.30, we're going to try and find HW at DFW. Way too many acronyms, but that's what we're going for. I don't think we're going to, I don't think that's even necessary to be honest with you. <laughs> he'll call. If we don't call yeah. him, he'll call. Oh, I'm I guarantee sure he will. you. You got the Vic Lombardi show. We'll react to our piping hot takes when we come back. Belita, Colorado. And the Colorado your Colorado Avalanche are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The belief system from our team, I'm really proud of this team. Game one versus Nashville. Thursday on the home of the Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now is the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit 
fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Need a free oil change? Then it's time to stop by Grand Valley Auto in Lakewood. Get a free oil change and check out their hundreds of pre-owned vehicles on the lot. They got amazing tax time deals going on right now. 17 years reputable experience and a full service department. Plus, you get a free oil change just for stopping by. This is the time to come out to Grand Valley Auto. On West Colfax, near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Oil change is good for up to five quarts. There is probably nothing more important when you're injured or have had an accident than to get the right people on your side. People who know what they're doing and truly care about you. You need the best medical team and you also need champions of the people, Bell and Pollock. Take it from me, Bell and Pollock are the injury attorneys other attorneys call because they know what you should know. They have the most experience and they're the very best. They get it done. Always available for a free consultation. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people at championsofthepeople.com. Be someone's hero and say yes to organ, eye, and tissue donation. Hi, this is Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, and from April 9th through the 22nd, show the heart on your driver's license and get a free second movie ticket at participating theaters. For info, visit DonateLifeColorado.org. Find the answers to all your Colorado state tax questions at Colorado.gov slash tax. Visit Colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Unbelievable. Hey, it's Mark Mosier, and Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th is having a huge red tag sale and has incredibly low prices on Nissan trucks. It's almost as if they're just giving them away. I got a brand new Titan, and you should too. Get great deals like the 2017 Titan SV 4x4 for $13,500 off MSRP. That is unbelievable. Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, driven by you. 2017 Titan SV 4x4, stock number HN 522-865, MSRP 45675, 1500 off MSRP 4750, discount 8750, incentive expires 4318. Hey there, Denver, are you suffering from spine issues? Is your back hurting when you sit down, stand up, walk, or even sleep? Well, if this is you, you're not alone. Myself, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, I experienced the same pains. After 10 years in the NFL and three back surgeries, I have made it a point for myself to find the champions in orthopedic surgery, the Center for Spine and Orthopedics, located right here in our backyard of Denver. I visited with Dr. Michael Jansen, the internationally known spine surgeon who has worked with top athletes and champions like myself, and I've gotten my injections from Dr. Isaac, who has 25 years of experience with sports medicine and knees, including total knee replacements, and if you've got shoulder problems, visit them for Dr. Schnell, one of the best shoulder surgeons here in the Denver metro area. So if you're experiencing back pain, knee pain, or any kind of joint pain, visit my friends at Center for Spine and Orthopedics, the champions of orthopedic care. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A delay coming out of the Castle Rock area. Your traffic starting to uh, come to a stop right around Castle Pines Parkway on northbound I-25. There is an accident northbound approaching Lincoln Avenue. And then a secondary accident in those backups. Left lane northbound I-25 approaching Ridgegate Parkway. Did you know that one in six Americans struggles with hunger? Visit feedingamerica.org today and find your local food bank for ways to help. Together, we're Feeding America. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Hockey guy being offended, just enjoy the moment, hockey guy. You've been waiting for this forever. Well, four years. It's here. Everybody's coming on board. Everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. Welcome them with open arms. It's playoff hockey back in the Mile High City. Don't ruin it by being a curmudgeon hockey guy. You know what's crazy about playoff hockey? That game Saturday night was more playoff hockey than perhaps any game we're about to see because that was... Not only did you have to win one game, you had to win in regulation. Yeah, I was going to say it was it was more playoff hockey than anything other than a game seven. It but was a game... even bigger than a game seven because a game seven, all you have to do is win at some point. Right. This you had to win in regulation. And Rycroft said during the broadcast that he's never experienced anything like that, never seen that scenario, um, which was uh, it really made it interesting. But, man, it was just that moment. When Landis God got the open net goal, mm-hmm. it was just pure elation. Elation. Mm-hmm. That's the word. And it, it, it you, these, these are guys that are professional athletes. They make a ton of money. They look like little kids who just won the Little League World Series. It there, was awesome. There were still a ton of St. Louis fans there. Just so you know. I know, I know. I, at some point, you're going to, I don't know what you're going to get over first. That or people who don't put their name on texts. One of those you're going to let go. At some point, you're going to let it go. It's hard to let that one go because it's going to build, right? You get to the playoffs this season and perhaps another playoff run next season. You start to rebuild that fan base. Yeah. And a lot of the opposing fans will start going away because there just won't be a market for them to buy tickets. Correct. I mean, I understand why it annoys you, but it's on the local teams to make it to where people don't want to give up their tickets. It's not on the fans. I'm not blaming the fans. I mean, it's... It, it, you, you, you'll never hear me blame... Again, you, you do what you want with your money. It's just annoying as a native to see it. That's I'm, all. I'm with you, but I'll, I would bet you game three here, especially if the Avs are able to steal one in Nashville, but game three here, there will be less Nashville fans in the stands than normal. than normal. But here's the better question. Will there be more Avalanche fans in Smashville or Smashville fans here in Denver. B. Yes. B. Although that's a fun road trip. I mean, either one of them would have been fun, Nashville or Vegas. But Nashville would not be the worst uh, place to go spend I, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I was really rooting for Vegas. First of all, that's a game, a series that you have a chance, really a good chance to win. Because I yeah. don't think they're proven in the postseason yet. Yeah. Uh Minnesota, by the way, stuck with Winnipeg. I think they're going to get waxed. That's too series. bad. That's too bad. I'm looking at the way it lays out right now. And you're right. You know, the, the realist in you says, Oh my God, nobody's beaten Nashville. But then last year, Nashville as an eight seed got all the way to the finals. Right. You never know. Uh, from the text line one, two, zero, three, who never puts his name on text says, I may never put my name on a text again. Now that I know it annoys Vic. <laughs> uh, you've been banging that drum for 18 months. Here's one that's coming in. And we've been talking about this for the last couple months, actually. Jared Bednar, coach of the year. He's certainly a candidate. It's either Jared Bednar or Gallant from Las Vegas. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and, yeah, I, two. and I actually think Vegas had a better roster than people really realized. I mean, they're, they're not really, they're not a normal expansion team. They've got some talent on that roster. And very, and they didn't come from the depths that the Avs came from, right? Correct. The, the Avs were not only bad last year, they were horrible. They were the worst team in the NHL. By a lot. There weren't, 
big additions. Now I know the roster changed a little bit and there was a big subtraction, but it's not as though they went and got some, you know, star free agent and that made the difference. And think about the injuries the abs have had to endure. I mean, EJ's out now, Varley's out, McKinnon missed some games, uh, it, it, Tyson Berry missed some games. They've had a ton of injuries that they've had to make their way through. They went from what, 48 last year to 95 points. Remember how we said 97 was the number and we were two off? It was actually yeah. 95. In the NBA, we always assumed that 45 or 46 with the number. It's going to be 47. It is. It's the road to 47. Yeah, it's 47. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure that the stat has been out there over the weekend, but a plus 47 in terms of points. It's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, that's nuts. And he's not going to, he's, he's not a shoe in for coach of the year. He's not going to win the Adams. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Trophy, nuts. come on. Plus 47. By the way, you can hear the Jared Bednar show every Wednesday morning, 7.30, right here on Altitude 950. Thankfully, we have another week of the show to go. Well, at least two. Two weeks, you're right. Because they play next Wednesday no matter what. Lay out the schedule one more time for those who didn't get it. The first game is Thursday night in Smashville. It's a late start, 7.30 here. Correct. And we'll go all the way up to the game, an extra hour of Crackman and Harris, okay. the pregame at 7.05. Game two is Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock in Nashville. Okay. Then next Monday, week from tonight... Eight o'clock back here at Pepsi Center. We'll do a expanded pregame show. So we'll go right up until the game. Uh, and then next Wednesday, another eight o'clock puck drop back here at Pepsi Center. So two, uh, late-ish games next week for the, uh, the two home games. And then it would be, uh, Friday if needed, Sunday if needed, Tuesday if needed after that. I remember, I guess we're old enough to remember where the Playoffs for the Avs were just a foregone conclusion. And the first round at that time was just sort of a, eh, let's just get this out of the way so we yeah. can move on to the Red Wings or yeah. whoever. You know, I'm, the remember first how, round matchup was like, eh. Remember how shocking it was in 03 when they lost to Manny Fernandez in Minnesota in yes. the first round? You're like, yes. what? They don't want just first round. What just happened? Yeah. It's amazing where we've come from as Avalanche fans, that first decade here, how spoiled we were. And not until you reach the depths that the Avs reached last year do you get do you really comprehend that. Playoffs were a foregone conclusion here. Yeah, you get we always spoiled. knew we were going to get the playoffs. You we always spoiled. had the playoffs. The first round of the playoffs. I remember going to Pepsi Center doing live shots, saying, "Okay, let's let's go. Come on, let's just get back. Let's get yeah. on with this. Let's you get were kind the, of bored with. Let's it. get to the Western Conference Finals. And now to enjoy another playoff atmosphere, just to have it back again." Sports is like a a constant rebirth, right? You, okay, it's a rebirth. It's you forget what you've what you've gone through and you get back to it again. It's like wow, this is great. Well, the Nuggets are the, in the same boat, right? How sick of going to the playoffs and losing in the first round were Nuggets fans five six years ago? Can I ask you a question that I haven't had the answer to yet, and somebody listening to this show will have the answer? Have the Nuggets and the Avs ever been to the playoffs at the same time? Oh, that's got to be an easy one to look up. Surely they have. Yeah, they had to have, right? <laughs> During the the run when the the Nuggets went nine years in a row with Mello, surely the Avs made yes. the play, playoffs. They had to have. They both made it in 03. Didn't they make it in they the had, first? Yeah, they had to have. So how long is it four? I guess the question. I don't know. The question is how long since both the Nuggets and the Avs. Have gone back and forth at Pepsi Center. This is a Marty question. And yeah. I, I think Marty will have it before we go to break. Good. Mar- the, I've got another question I'll answer for you. Somebody said, what does this game mean tonight for the Portland Trailblazers? They come into town. 
48 and 32 in the third seed. Well, it means something. It means something because if they win tonight, they will remain a full game and a half ahead of Utah for that third seed. They're trying to hang on to that number three seed. They're playing for something tonight. Well, five games ago when I put together the Highway Fit 47 or Road to 47 or Flight 47 or whatever we've talked about, Portland was at 48 at that point. It was just a foregone conclusion that they were the third seed. They, they didn't have anything. To, they didn't have anything to play for. Yeah. All of a sudden, yeah, it's tight. Mm-hmm. They're only a game ahead of Utah. So, uh, I, I mean, cause you kind of looked at them and figured, ah, they'll win a game or two. They're going to get to 49 or 50. Nobody's going to catch them. They are, uh, sputtering down the stretch to put it mildly. And remember last year when Portland essentially knocked the Nuggets out of the playoff picture and it was Yusuf Nurkic who was interviewed after the game and said, enjoy that summer vacation. You remember those comments? Almost a year ago to the day. He might have the same opportunity tonight if Portland wins this game. You don't want to lose to Nurkic. No, and this would be worse because it would be on the Nuggets' mm-hmm. home floor. So we've established this then. If the Nuggets lose tonight, the only way, the only way they would still have a chance to make the postseason is if one of those other teams also lose tonight. New Orleans, OKC, Minnesota. Correct, but whoever loses tonight out of that bunch then would also need to lose their next game. And the only team that really has a chance of that happening is New Orleans, right? Because they play the Spurs to finish up the year. Can't bank on teams losing. Banked on that Saturday. I got a little fool of myself Saturday. I was dancing the dance saying, look at what the Nuggets have done. They've blown out the Clippers. Now all we need is, for the obvious, one of three teams to lose. One of three will lose. Come on. They're playing Golden State, Houston, Portland. The top, I mean, listen to this, Nuggets fans. This is so Nuggets. The top three seeds in the Western Conference, two of them at home, all lost games which they were winning in the fourth quarter. All of them lost games they were winning in the same night. I don't think that's ever happened all season. It's so Nuggets. It really is. But down the stretch here, the Nuggets have been doing things. They're like the Bizarro Nuggets, right? They're they're finishing games. Who are these guys? They're going on the road and winning big games. So stop. We just need to stop watching the scoreboard. Okay, fine. Just go take care of your own business. Let Marty watch the scoreboard. And do it tonight, and then you do it Wednesday night in Minnesota, and it all takes care of itself. Marty, what do you have? The last time the Nuggets and the Avs were both in the postseason. It was uh, 2009-2010. As Avs lost to the Sharks, Nuggets lost to the Jazz at the four seed, Avalanche with the eight seed. Ooh, I remember that loss to the Jazz. That was the year that George Carl was sick, if you remember. Adrian Dantley was the interim coach. Yeah. And they bowed out quickly. Weren't they the... Number one seed in the West before George got sick. Yeah, and then they, and they sort finished of the, third, yeah, they, they melted, third or fourth. They melted down. That's the one season that you want back, and unfortunately, because of George's uh, uh, sickness, they just couldn't hold it up. They couldn't hold it together. But they were a good team. They were, that that year. was the year after they went to the Western Conference Finals. That was a really good team. You're right. 744, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Feel free, 30933, 30933 is our text line. If you want to call the show, 303-753-0950. What was your favorite part of the weekend? Chime in. Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950.
Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to remind you that April is National Donate Life Month. Show your heart on your driver's license April 9th through the 22nd at Alamo Draft House and Elvis Cinemas for buy one, get one free movie tickets. Find out more at DonateLifeColorado.org forward slash show your heart. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Welcome to Car Buying 101. I'm your professor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. It's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, and the rebates. And from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And that class is where the circus begins. We've all seen it. Lightning bolts and balloons, super low come-on payments that require super-fast talking or teeny tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, uh, let alone honest. All right, class, you can close your books because there is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and to make sure your experience is a great one. That's it, and that's why I love these guys. During the spring sales event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be. Johnson Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Hey, sports fans. Unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage. That's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. I'm Chris Wallace, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on 
the radio ad as it attacks belly fat. Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400 the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A delay on northbound I-25. Traffic is stopping right around Castle Pines Parkway. There is an accident clearing at Lincoln Avenue and a secondary accident right around Ridgegate Parkway. So that is a slow drive right now. Traffic is brought to you by the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Westbound C-470 running slow between Bulls and Morrison Road at this point. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation invites you to take steps for cures at a walk event near you. Get started at cctakesteps.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. St. Louis just content to try to pin it. Como takes it out of the pile. Gives it a straight up top. Gerard walks far side and shoots. Score! Sam Gerard! The rookie dials it up from long distance. It's a ball from way outside. It might have been deflected. And the Avs have taken a 1-0 lead with 45 to go in period one. Soderberg had parked his big old Swedish backside right at the top of the crease. Mosier going into detail describing that play. I heard that body uh, parts driving down I-25, yeah. coming back from Cheyenne, listening to Moj all the way down, and the uh, big Swedish backside made uh, all three uh, kids in my car chuckle. Can I be honest for a second? Sure. Because I... Listen, we work with these people, and we see the kind of effort they put in. Do you know who I'm happiest for right now? Now that the Az made the playoffs. It's not the players. I barely know the players. Jared Bednar, you talk to him every Wednesday. I'm happy for Jared Bednar, of course. I'm happiest for guys like Moj, who've been around for years and years and years. Yeah. Because they live and die with these games, too. And I think they live and die more than the players do. I think it wears them more than it does the players. And people may scoff at that and say, oh, I'm serious. I'm happiest for guys like that. Well, yeah, think about Moj and Birdo last year. After the All-Star break, the games they had to just, okay. And I know people, oh, you just do your job. You got a great job. But it means so much to these guys. It it really does. Guys and gals, anybody around the team, the organization, it may be more because they can't do anything about it. Right, right. They're kind of at the mercy of how Mm -hmm. it's going on the ice and on the court. And, you know, Birdo, he does Nuggets and Avs and Rapids. So for six months, he works almost every single night, and now the reward is, hey, you get to keep working, but you get to work games that mean a whole heck of a lot. That's fun. How much do you love your job when you're actually begging and pleading for more work? (laughs) Exactly. As we all are this time of year. We all are. Moe, did you see the tweet he sent of like yeah. sitting in he's, his truck? He sat in his truck. I was having <laughs> drinks with the folks at Pepsi Center celebrating the win. He's at home in his garage in his truck. I was a little worried at that point. Right. Is the car, is his truck running? Yes. Like, make, make sure everything's fine here. But just sitting in his truck, it's like a picture of his just dashboard. Staring. Just enjoying the moment. Are like, you okay? Okay. All right. All right. And every time I hear the name Sam Gerard, who scored that goal, there are so many times you just get memories, flashbacks of at Duchesne. Oh, exactly. That, that was the Duchesne trade. That's when the season changed. 
That's when they started winning. That's the spark plug to what we have today. It will go on and on and on. Every time the Avs make a move that involves one of those players in the Duchesne trade and one of the draft picks in the Duchesne trade, it's quite remarkable. Let me ask you this, as long as we're here this morning. When's, Has, when's Ottawa's playoff series start? Yeah, good yeah. question. Yeah. Has there ever been a trade? And I know the one you're going to point to because it's very easy. Has there ever been a trade that's been as impactful for the home team as that Duchesne trade? When I say home team, the Denver team. Has there ever been a trade in Denver sports that produced the effects we see today? Well, the Elway trades. That's the one I was thinking. Number one. That's number one on the list, that boom, boom, boom. The the Broncos are suddenly Super Bowl contenders. Craig Morton was a big trade. Yes. I mean, people don't remember that. Yeah, it was under the radar. It didn't involve as many parts. No. The Mellow trade involved a ton of parts. It didn't, yeah, but the mellow trade, getting those guys back here, it got 57 wins in a season, but nothing more than that. Um, let's see. The Iguodala trade was big. The Iverson trade was going, big. Going. Going. Uh, bringing Chauncey back here Iverson, was big. Iverson to Detroit to bring Chauncey back was a big trade. That was big. But this trade, this Duchesne trade that involved so many pieces, I can't recall another deal that netted instant results like that one has. It was the it was the Chauncey trade. It's the same thing. It was during the season, and that move put them over the hump and made them a playoff contender instead of just a team that could win in the regular season. That was the same kind of trade. But the the the, the Duchesne trade happened mm-hmm. just before they went to Sweden. So it's which which of the things had a bigger impact? Getting rid of Duchesne and bringing in Gerard, or just the galvanizing effect of that trip. Because we saw the same thing with the Nuggets last year going to London. You realize that they lost the first game and went to overtime in the second. So it's not as if they transformed in Sweden. I get it, but they played two games. They were gone a week. They spent a lot of time together. Just, you know, you come together as a team. Because we saw the exact same thing with the Nuggets last year, Vic, in London. The trip to London. I know they won the game against Indiana, and they won it in, you know, Pretty convincing fashion, putting up what, like 140 or something like that. Oh. But it, I, I do think that I do think the trip had a had a positive impact. Here are some suggestions coming in on the text line three zero nine three three, and all of these coming in, I don't think had the same effect that this one has. People say the Ray Bork trade. Well, that first year of the Ray Bork trade got the Avs to where they were the year before the Western Conference Finals. I mean, yeah. it took them 18 months. To achieve what they wanted out of that trade. And that was this a, was instant results. This one. This one was this one was the scourge of the NHL to oh my god, they're a playoff team. Yeah, that Avs team was a damn good they team. They were loaded with or without Ray Bork. And you can't tell me they wouldn't have contended for a title without Ray Bork. Yeah, he put him over the top. I get it. I get it. Uh the Champ Bailey trade. Mm. Mm. Now, you know my feelings yeah. on Champ Bailey. The, here's one. The, when was his signature moment? The Peter Forsberg trade. That was before the Az or the Avs. That doesn't qualify. Does not qualify. How about this? This one does qualify. The Patrick Waugh trade. Yes. That is a trade yeah. that changed a team and changed a season. They went from a very good team. Okay. The Nordiques were a good team. To a Stanley Cup team. Okay, so I, I think there's one level, and that's the Elway and Wah trades. I think those are in category all by themselves. Those transformed a franchise. Mm-hmm. And then there's the category of 
this trade that you're talking about, the Duchesne trade, yeah. I think the I think the Billups trade is in that category. But what's different about this one is is here's the difference between the one I'm just describing with the Avs and every one that we've just gone through. This is a case of giving up a star player. Those were all yeah. cases of acquiring a star player. What did the Avs really get in return? What do we know about Sam Gerrard? What do we know? We know he's a pretty good young player who scored a goal in the playoff game the other night. That's what we know. But he wasn't yeah. a star player. No, but he had, I mean, he had two highlights in that game. He had the goal, the first goal of the night, which, dude, that was big because that, that first period I was I loved his reaction. Tense. Yeah. I mean, 0-0, zero, zero, which feels like you're down a goal because you have to win in regulation. Yeah. It was tense. I missed, I missed that tension where oh. every pass, you know, you're watching a hockey game differently now. Yeah. You've seen a cross totally. ice pass and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, exactly. you're afraid that someone's going to steal that cross ice. Quite literally on the edge of your seat. Yeah. And he also had a move, a spin move down in the, in their own end where the, the blues player, I forget who it was. Basically fell off his skates and went sliding into the boards because he got juke so bad. I mean, he had a couple of highlights where he's like, "Oh my god, we gotta go, we gotta rewind and watch that." But again, every trade I've mentioned outside of the Elway deal, where Elway was the name and you acquire the name, it's name for name. This one was not. Samuel Gerard was not a prominent name. Not many people knew who he even was. Chauncey wasn't as big a name as Iverson. But still, Chauncey was Mr. Big Shot. Everybody I know, and he was a local MVP. guy. And he was a finals MVP, but Allen Iverson's a bigger star than Chauncey Billups. This was the craziest trade that's, that's worked that I, I could ever remember locally. I've never, and I'm trying to jog through my, I don't recall a trade that at the time, you're, less is more, you're giving up one of your best players and you're getting a hell of a lot better instantly. I never recall a trade of that significance. So you're ever. looking for the addition by subtraction I, I, trade. I don't remember anything like it. Ever. This is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. Oh, there had to be a Bronco at some point where getting rid of a guy helped. Not like this. Not this fast. It had to be. Not now, this fast. Getting rid of Jay no Cutler way. didn't you know, help. You know what that would be like? That would be like a Broncos start one in four and they trade away their, one of their best players and make the playoffs. Yeah. It would be just like that. Yeah. No, I mean, it's trying to think of stars the Broncos have sent packing. Portis and, and Champ, I think, was a wash. Both were very good players. Champ, or Clinton Portis was a great running back mm-hmm. when he was here. If he'd have stayed here and stayed in Mike Shanahan's system, he might have been the best Bronco back of all time. In, and I'm including Terrell Davis in that conversation. Here, here's a great one, and I appreciate the texters and the listeners. You guys are smart. You really are. Thank God we have you, because we're dumb. We have Marty, too, to help us look things up. You guys are smart. I'm trying to think of a trade that involved a key player and otherwise average players making your team better. And this is right in front of me. Hell, I did an entire documentary on his coach. The Kiki Vandaway trade. Kiki Vandaway was a full-fledged star. The night he was traded to Portland for Fat Lever, Wayne Cooper, and Calvin Nat, I remember going home saying, who? Yeah. I mean, basketball people probably knew who those guys were, but we didn't. I'll never forget we that didn't. night. I remember saying, we gave up Kiki for who? Yeah. What? Are and you it, kidding me? Three guys that were really key parts of some good teams after that, but Kiki individually Kiki was... Kiki was Kiki. Yeah, he was... I mean, just the name Kiki. On that team, who was a bigger star, Kiki or Alex? Kiki was... Probably the more popular, but Alex was the better player. I mean, it's not even close. I thought Alex is a better player. At yeah. the time of the trade? Yeah. I thought Alex was better. 
He was I'm more not reliable. So sure. Kiki was a better scorer, but Kiki couldn't defend at all. You, I, Alex we always had re- this debate. You act like Alex Ale- English see, was Ale- shut down. Alex guy. could rebound. Do you know at one point Alex led the team in blocked shots? There were things he could do. Kiki was, but man, Kiki could score. I get it, but that's a great example. Thank you, texters. We've got two or three of you sending that one in. Uh, more examples, please, of trades that instantly transformed a team that took a team like the Avs, who were hopeless and hapless, and made them a playoff team. Wow. You got the Vic Lombardi Show, Power 5, coming right up. Altitude 950. Denver's all-sports station. It's game day for the Denver Nuggets. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are at the Pepsi Center to take on the Trailblazers. Tip-off's at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting away at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Avalanche. They're back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Home of the Nuggets. And the Nuggets are knocking on that playoff door, baby. What's next? Experience it here. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Stanley Cup playoffs. Here they come, baby. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Texters, as knowledgeable as they are, our listeners, they're also very funny. The addition by subtraction trades, trades that made you better. (laughs) This is mean, Keith. You're mean. Trading Ryan Harris to Altitude Radio made the Broncos better. (laughs) No, No. it didn't. Actually, that was the worst possible trade. Exactly. We, we, you know, we can maybe work on a trade with HW and see how it helps things. Here's one, and it didn't have the immediate impact. Like that season, but since then it's had. What about the Rockies trading away too low? At the time, I was not a fan of the deal. I really, cause I thought too low was a vital piece, but they obviously knew something we didn't. They looked at his breakdowns and his body and where it was headed and they were not willing to invest another eight to ten years in that. And they didn't get, get squat it. in return. They got nothing. Well, they got an albatross of a Jose Reyes contract in yeah, return. Yeah, but, it, but it's gone sooner than the yeah. Tulo ch- yeah. contract would have been. It's yeah. off the book. Well, you know, the, the first, at first glimpse, when Trevor Story was Trevor Story for those first couple months, everybody in town was like, awesome. Yeah. And then he cooled off. But, and I get it, but that, that franchise has been better. They've been a better franchise. Yes. Without Tulo. Yes. They have been. Yes. It's, it, it became, it's it became Arenado's team. Yeah, but it's not just one position. Uh, I don't know though, because it, I think it's similar of the abs. It was like, is it McKinnon's team? Is it Duchesne's mm-hmm. team? Is, and Landis Gog's the captain. McKinnon blossomed once Duchesne was out of the room. Yeah. Nolan Arenado blossomed once Tulo was out of the room. I think there's some similarities there because I think the Avs actually got more in return. I mean, Sam Girard's done more already than anybody the Rockies got back in the Tulo trade. It was a bunch of pitchers that can throw heat and haven't done anything with it. I'm getting a lot of people say Holiday for cargo, but people forget when Holiday was here, that team went to the World Series. Yeah. I, I, what's the payoff? I mean, look, they got rid of a really good player and got a really good player back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a that to me is a the Champ Bailey, Clinton Porter. That's trade. exactly right. It's in that category. That's a, it's a win-win. Good, that's a good, good. Getting textures listening late. Ever heard of a guy named Patrick Waugh? Yeah, we talked about it. <laughs> yeah. Did we think we just overlooked that one? Well, we did. The texture had to remind us, but yeah. it was, it was 15 minutes we ago. We got on it. <laughs> Don't you worry. 507. 
Don't you worry. Sleep easy. Time now for our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Three and out. The old walk-off walk. 3-2 Colorado in 10. 3-2-1. There's the horn. The Denver Nuggets with a season-high fifth straight win. Puck is down into the end zone. Time is winding down. Two to go. One to go. And the Colorado Avalanche will go to Nashville to take on the Predators. They're back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. What a Saturday in Denver sports. And nothing you heard there involved the number five pick in the NFL draft. <laughs> what a Saturday. It's amazing how we can enjoy sports without discussing the number five pick in the NFL draft, isn't it? Yeah. It's remarkable, really. Yeah. You mean we have other things? I did wow. A, I did a radio interview yesterday, and you remember in 1997 when Sporting News named Denver the best sports city in America. I do remember that. It was because we had four teams. We had a diversity of sports. supported. Exactly. And look, I get why it's become a Bronco town. It's always been a Broncos town. But it's turned into a Broncos town because during the Peyton Manning era, the Broncos were great. And the other three teams in the big four sports, they didn't do their part. They didn't. No. They didn't. But now they're doing their part, and now it's time to be, hey, let's have a diversity of interests here. Well, it's also become a Broncos town recently media-wise because it's agenda-driven media. True. People are doing it because a consultant sitting in some other city thinks that's going to drive ratings. So talk about this. I know exactly why it's happening. Yeah, but it's also, look, if teams aren't making the playoffs, there's not a lot of reason to I, talk but about I also, it. But I also know why. It's, it's other people making those decisions for you. I, I'm with of, you. This is my town. I'm a big boy enough to know what, what I want to talk about. I'm a sports fan. <laughs> Okay, I want to talk about sports that I watched over the weekend that is actually happening now. I we hope, are adults. I hope we get to next week and we're like, crap, we got to work the draft in mm. at some point. That'd be great. All right, here's the Power 5 question of the day. Uh, in honor of Saturday, we, the, uh, the Avs clinched, the Nuggets eliminated the Clippers, so they don't have to look in the rearview mirror anymore. Told you guys. Uh, and the Rockies got the walk-off walk. Name your all-time favorite day in Denver sports history. Here's the caveat. Has to be minus championships. Yeah, because everybody's going to say, oh, you know, Super Bowl Broncos, 50. Yeah, everybody's going to point to a Super Bowl or a Stanley Cup. It's got to be Sands championships. So does the play-in game work? Yeah. Okay, so October 1st, 2007 sure. is my favorite day in Denver sports history. Okay. That was the most fair. amazing game I've ever been at That's fair. in person. It was awesome. Um, So I can't use any of the Orange Bowls. Because no, championships you were on the line. I tell you what, when the Buffs hung 63 on the corn, that 62, was, a, yeah. was it 62? 62, 36. I can't remember. That was a great day. That was a day. You know what? That may, man, that, was that is right there with the, yeah. with the play-in game. I mean, come on, dude. I was in the building. Uh, Chris Brown up the middle. Chris Brown up the middle. Chris Brown up the middle. You know what? And, and this, I think, tells you a lot about me. I was so mad that they took a knee at the end. <laughs> <laughs> they were at like the one yard line and they took a knee. I'm like, you got a chance to hang 70 on a team that has embarrassed you for decades. Mm -hmm. Don't, uh, and maybe I think to some extent taking a knee is even more insulting, right? Than just running it up. But yeah. man, I wanted to hang 70, but that was a great day. Boy, those, that's, 
That's a toss-up for me, Vic. Todd Romero chiming in here, and uh, he's exactly right. For those of us, again, old enough to experience it, the greatest day in Denver sports history that did not involve a championship, and it's not even close in my memory bank, the drive. Well, it involved an AFC championship, but not a world championship. Not a Yeah, you have to be a little more specific. January what? January 11th, 1987, the drive. I mean, there are certain things you can remember where you were. I remember what I was doing. I remember what I wore. Yeah. I remember what I was wearing that day. So, but the the other two we talked about, I remember exactly where I was sitting for the playing game. I remember exactly where I was sitting for sixty two thirty six. I remember being at my grandma and grandpa's mm-hmm. house for the drive. Like these, these are the the moments that are in mm-hmm. that conversation for but, sure. You know, just to compare again, Saturday night, I remember. I was at the Pepsi Center. I'd left my my uh, speaking engagement. I'm, I'm driving in, and I couldn't get in because people were coming out. It was just pandemonium, right? And I'm looking around, and people are partying. People are leaving Pepsi Center. They're yeah. happy as can be. And I just smiled, and I just said, wow. You know, the Avs win. They get in the playoffs. The Nuggets win big. They stay alive. The Rockies win in a walk-off. The Rapids get a point on the road, which they would have held off and gotten all of them. By the way, they've had some heartbreaking losses late, and ties already. Late, late in games. Jeez. But everything that, almost everything you wanted to happen Saturday night, because as I expressed on the show, the Nuggets got zero help from any of their friends in the Western Conference. But everything that your teams had to do, they did. All in one night. It was glorious. Simply glorious. Yeah, it, man. Other than Super Bowl 50. Which that's a big one, so I know I'm eliminating it. But man, it's been a it, we've had to deal with a lot of disappointment it's been bad. in this town. It's been bad. I mean, the Rockies got in the playoffs and then they just laid an egg but, down. You in know, Arizona. remember even even how they got? Remember they got into the playoffs after losing a game? Yeah, and it just was like kind of back. Just in. didn't feel right. Remember that? The Rapids won the title in 2010. I do remember that. That was a crazy run. It's been almost a decade yeah. though, and there were a lot of great moments in the Manning era. Two AFC title wins at home were, were fun, but then Super Bowl 48 sort of ruined the one. Yeah. Other than Super Bowl 50, it has been a bad run and a lot of disappointment. Maybe that's why we were so happy Saturday. Cause you're right. I was just thinking you're painting the picture of people celebrating and people. I haven't seen that in such a long, long time, time, dude. A long time. That's nice. That's nice to see. Hopefully we get more and more and you know, more of it. What's even crazier, people are like running around downtown partying. And then I got that image of Mosier in his truck in the garage, <laughs> just staring at his steering wheel, forgetting to turn his what? What are you doing? What are you doing? What? In the words of Chris Marlowe, what are you doing? What is he doing? <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a lot of text coming through on the greatest night in Denver sports that does not include a championship. Do we have tickets to give away for this? I don't, well, not according to the rundown that HW Marty, put for us. do you know, do we have any tickets? Anything? I have to go look at Will's desk, but we'll see. We'll find something. We'll have a prize of some sort. We Coming have up to. a little bit later, Kyle Keefe at 9 a.m. And then, uh, we'll talk to a couple guys from Portland. They do a, a radio show there. What the Blazers have in store tonight. They actually have something to play for. Yes, a storm's coming in. What's is that happening? What? Yes, a storm is coming in. It's like sunny. I wore, I, know. I wore a golf shirt. Yeah. That's called a storm. This is Denver, Colorado. You got the Vic Lombardi Show.
950, Denver's All Sports Station. Crackman and Harris. Coming up on the Monday edition of Crackman and Harris, we will be live at the Alamo Draft House, 4255 West Colfax. On behalf of our friends at Donor Alliance, we'll talk to former Broncos running backs coach Eric Studisville, longtime NFL coach Sam Weish, and much, much more about their experiences with organ and heart transplants in their family. Plus, look back on the weekend that was for the Nuggets and the Avalanche. Where are our playoff hopes residing? Make sure you tune in to the Monday edition of Crackman and Harris. Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303 Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. It's tax season. There's plenty of ways I could blow my tax return. I could buy the biggest TV I could find, take a limo ride to the fanciest restaurant in town, maybe a trip to the casino and put it all on black. Or I could make the right decision and take it to Grand Valley Auto because tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto. Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing tax time deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change just for stopping by if you mention this ad, tax time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Oil change is good for up to five quarts. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games make it a career in areas like play-by-play sports commentating sports live broadcast even host your own show that's what the colorado media school has done for more than 30 years dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers that's what they did for me now is the time call them up tell them josh dover sent you and get an orientation just for calling don't wait call now and make that appointment and get that career in under a year train in just months without decades of debt flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify call the colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. 
Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. If you wake up dreading your day and would like an extra $6,000 in the bank, start a fresh new career with First Transit in Commerce City. First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers this Wednesday afternoon. Bring your seven-year driving record and interview on-site. Competitive pay, benefits, and qualified hires receive a $6,000 hiring bonus. Start a fresh new career. Apply in person during this job fair this Wednesday afternoon from 1.30 to 4. First Transit in Commerce City, 6345 Colorado Boulevard. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A couple accidents on northbound I-25 right now. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. There's one approaching Ridgegate Parkway and an accident northbound I-25 at C-470, E-470. Even once you get past that, you have slow traffic northbound 25 Dry Creek through to Yale. Expect delay on C-470. Westbound is stop and go between Bulls and Morrison Road. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Sort of like the Rockies weekend right there. In and out. In and out. Kind of started and Mm -hmm. kind of fizzled. They lose two out of three to the Braves. Maybe the Braves are much better than we think they are. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's just opening day was so weird. It just the whole series. I'm just not, I'm not even paying attention to baseball at the moment. I so hated opening day because of the cold. It was Awful. just so cold. It was so hard. And it, your, your wish was granted. I hope it rains on everybody's parade down yeah, there. Yeah. Kind of did. And it did. Kind of did. Maybe next year people will be like, ah, I'm not going to go do that <laughs> again. That sucked. It was so nasty. Well, and it's nasty out now. Mm-hmm. And this was not predicted. I looked at my phone app this morning and it's like, oh, it's going to be, I don't know, 62 degrees. Portland weather. Portland's in town. What tonight. is happening? This is Portland. God, is Go there right a job home. where you can be more inept and just keep plugging along than a weather person? Oh, wow. Here we go. Hot take. Seriously. Like they never get it right. They never get, and there's no accountability. It's like doing mock drafts. Nobody ever looks back <laughs> at your mock draft and go, well, you were bad four years ago. There's, you just throw out a prediction and then whatever's going to happen actually happens. And nobody goes back and says, Hey, Saban, you didn't say it was going to snow. So you want, you want someone keeping score? Yes. Okay. It's like referees. After the game, they should have to answer for their mistakes. I want Kathy Saban to apologize to all of us who washed our car yesterday. That's what I want. She joined us on the show a couple of weeks ago. I don't know if she's going to want to talk to you with this manner. Well, and she should be flattered that I'm singling her out because she's the only weather person I can think of. Um, if Stormy Rotman was still here, I'd be mad at Stormy Rotman. Let me read a couple of these texts that have come in. Uh, we're looking for a day that in your history, in your memory bank, equaled Saturday in Denver, Colorado. A day that did not involve a championship because championships are special. Yeah. It had to be a, another type of day. Um, so we have a lot of recommendations, a lot of examples coming in and I'm with this person, 1404. Please place your name at the end of the text. 1404. This was special. This was a goosebump game. I had goosebumps. Those are rare. You know, when you're in this chair for a long time and you're watching sporting events and you get immune to that, I had goosebumps on this day. Tebow to Thomas. Yep. You're right. You're right. That was a goosebump day. I still contend that is the greatest moment in the history of that building. 
That stadium? Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. Because all of the championships were won away from the stadium. Well, they won two AFC title games there. But the championships were won away. Although some would contend the Broncos win over Brady and company in that AFC title game was just as special. The, when they, it was 20 to 18. And yeah. when they stopped the two point conversion, yeah. when, when the Patriots were trying to tie. When Roby, that was Roby yeah. who had the interception. That, when Akeem Talib made the, tipped it up and Roby yep. picked it off. Yeah. That was big, but no, Tebow to Demarius was. That was, you know what crazy. that was? You know what it was? Magical. There's a exactly. difference, there's a difference exactly. between celebratory and excitable and magical. Because. That was one of those, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. Because the, the two point conversion when they stopped it, was almost more of a sigh of relief. Yeah. Like, oh, they didn't blow that lead. Like it was, it was, it was kind of almost exhaustion. Yeah. The, the Tebow to Demarius play was sheer pandemonium. Like we were, you were hugging people you didn't know. It was crazy. And it was almost so much led up to that play in weeks before. So yeah. many things yeah. had to fall the Broncos way, right? So many dominoes had to fall for that to happen. Yeah. And there you are. In that moment, with the game on the line, the first play of overtime, and I'm standing in that south end zone, and it's coming right at me, and I'm watching it develop, and I'm saying, you have got to be joking. Yeah. This can't be real. Where you just don't believe what you're watching. This is, again, this is a Disney movie. Yeah. That's what I thought. That was a crazy moment. I was in the building at Old Mile High um, when the Broncos blocked two consecutive field goal attempts at the end of the game to beat the Chargers. Remember that when they blocked one sure. and Dan Reeves had called a timeout and then they blocked it again and Louis Wright ran it back for a touchdown to win the game. That was crazy. It was a regular season game and that place was a madhouse. Yeah. I was in the building for the playoff game against Houston when Elway converted two fourth downs, a fourth and six and then a fourth and ten, one on a run and then one on a, just a wobbler to Vance. Johnson that led to a field goal to win that game. That was pandemonium. May 7th um, says this texture. May 7th, 1994. Nugget Sonics to Kembe on the floor. Awesome moment. I remember where I was to watch the game. Now, I, I listened to the first half of it during a final as I listened to Scott Hastings do the call. Which game was it in that series where Elway was at Pepsi Center or old McNichols, I should say? Yeah. And McNichols saying, uh, it was game three. Mount Matumbo. It was that, game three. So they're down 0-2. Ready to Matumbo. It was a game you assume they're going to get eliminated. They're down 0-2. Mm-hmm. They really mm-hmm. weren't that competitive in in Seattle. There's a five-game series. I was in the building, and I was up in the cheap seats. I was like maybe five rows from the top, and I'm sitting next to my buddy, and we were screaming at each other, and you couldn't hear each other. It was so loud. That is the loudest I have ever heard any building in my life. You know, that was crazy. I've heard that so often. You just said it. I asked all these fans that attended the Avs game on Saturday night because I went to the building. I wanted to get a feel of the building. And yeah. everyone, to a man and a woman I talked to, oh, it was the loudest ever, loudest ever. It can't be the loudest ever. It was. Everybody I, keeps saying the, it can't be the – there was always another game. You mean to tell me, you mean to tell me, Avalanche fans, that Saturday night was louder than game seven of the Cup? Come on. I don't, I'm with you. I don't buy that. I'm just telling you, I distinctly remember game three against the Sonics, and it was more so than, than game like four against Utah when Reggie Williams hit the big mm-hmm. shot. I was standing right next to someone and could not hear them, and they could not hear me, and we were yelling at each right. other. It was so loud. Okay, now we're going to have to go deep into the history books, as Steve just has. And this is not even close. 
You're going to have to do that. You're going to have to base this on a per capita, right? Because Denver is much different today than it was in 1977, correct? Yes. The size yeah. of the city. Yeah. The progressive nature of the city. It's a different city. Still a great place, but yeah. The biggest day per capita and how it impacted a city and changed a city and revolutionized a city was the AFC championship game where the Broncos beat the Raiders and they carried goalposts down federal. January 1st, 1978. The biggest day in the history of Denver sports, a game that was played here in town. And it's, and again, and you're going to hear me say this for those of you, uh, Jesse and Marty who have no idea what I'm talking about because it was so long ago. You have to understand something. This city had no, no sports reason. It was, there was nothing there. There was nothing on the map, right? It was just, we had teams, we had teams and they were pretty good. And yeah, we were in the ABA championship game with the, yeah. with the old Nuggets, but there was nothing like this. This put Denver on the freaking map. If you could get into a DeLorean, had a flux capacitator in it and type in a date and go back and just witness it, that probably would be the date I would put. Cause well, that would be fun to go back and just watch it all unfold. Every school in Denver, I was eight years old. Holy Family Grade School. This is all featured, by the way, in Terry Fry's book, which is a 77. It's a great book. Every single person in my school at the time that week was required, not asked to, required to wear orange. Think about that today. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't fly. Think about that if you went to one of these schools. <laughs> hey, you got one. No, no, no. Let's be fair. There are some, you know, there might be some Raider fans that yeah. go to school here. Oh, yeah. No, that let's be fly. fair. No, you know what? There might be some Minnesota fans. <laughs> I, but to go back and just see the impact and see how the city was different and to just experience the madness. I mean, it truly, Bronco mania, the term was appropriate. Mm-hmm. I mean, the city was crazy. People were painting their cars mm-hmm. and their houses and yeah. requiring kids to wear orange to school. So I guess what we're That'd saying, fun. take everything that you felt Saturday, which was a, uh, just a huge day in Denver sports. Take everything you felt Saturday, whatever sport you follow, multiply it by 20. And that's what January 1st, 1977 was for this city. January 1st, 1978. I'm sorry. For this city. That's what it was. The Broncos had never won a, had never been to the playoffs before that. They won on Christmas Eve over the Steelers Mm -hmm. and then they won on New Year's Day against the hated Raiders at Mile High Stadium. And it was just sheer pandemonium. God, I feel old. I was four. I don't really remember it. I think that's why I'd like to go back and witness it. Feels so old. Uh, thanks for all the texts coming in. Just a walk down memory lane. When we come back, we haven't touched on the Masters yet. Eh. Is that that's, what your reaction is? Yeah. I mean, I have some mm. thoughts on it, but eh. Why Patrick Reed winning the Masters is good for golf. You may disagree with me. I didn't want him to win, but it's good for golf. And I'll tell you why. Next. Believe it, Colorado. And the Colorado Avalanche will go to Nashville to take on the Predators. They're back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Your Colorado Avalanche are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The belief system from our team, I'm really proud of this team. Game one versus Nashville. Thursday on the home of the Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950. 
Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service and fastest closings plus you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals and i'd call that a big win and you will too so when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership choose american financing they have your best interests in mind and there are never any upfront fees call 303-695-7000 or go online at americanfinancing.net and mls 182334 regulated by the division of real estate. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The Army National Guard is committed to keeping the country safe and our community secure. Composed of hundreds of thousands of citizen soldiers from all walks of life, the Guard is always ready to respond to local or national emergencies. We protect the homeland. We're always there when called upon, and in every state and territory, we stand guard for our communities. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage, that's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. Wet pavement up to the north, and we are seeing some slower traffic on I-25 through the Thornton North Glen area. Down to the south, there's a three-lane crash blocking the left lane of northbound I-25. Approaching C-470, it's backed up traffic to the Castle Pines Parkway. Just like kids here, children across the world have big dreams for their future. Give one child the opportunity for a better tomorrow at unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Patrick Reed collects himself. He has this par putt to win the Masters. Takes one more look down the line. Ball on its way and it's in. Patrick Reed with a par at 18. A big hug with his caddy. He holds off all challengers. Doffs his cap to the patrons. Rory McIlroy walks over to congratulate him. And Patrick Reed has won the 82nd Masters. You know my thoughts on Patrick Reed. Very punchable face. You know, and start there. It's funny you say that because I opened my newspaper today. Mm-hmm. I'm still subscribing, even so am I. Even, even after the so debacle on Friday. Yeah, so am I. Um, and I look at this big picture on the front page of the sports mm-hmm. of Patrick Reed, and the first thought that went through my head is so punchable. I'll bet Vic thinks he's punchable. Is he? An, you, no, he is. You tell me. He's totally punchable. I don't know what it is. It's just there. And, and I tweeted this after he won the tournament. I said Patrick Reed looks like that guy who takes great delight in ignoring you as he sits in the radar ticket van. And you get hit with that ticket and you yeah. walk up to that van. Yeah. And you know, you've, we've all been there before, right? Tell yeah. me you've done this before. The light flashes. You're mad. Mm-hmm. You stop. Mm-hmm. You go up to the ticket van and they're, they're walking or seated away from you. So they can't even see you. They're ignoring you the entire time and you're knocking on the window and they're like, nope, not going to even look, not even looking your way. That is that is more aggravating than getting the ticket. Exactly. When they just won't even bother to look at you. Then again, what are we looking to accomplish there? Are you going to argue with them? No, you're just going to make it worse. He's that guy. That's who Patrick Reed is. Although I've had that conversation with a state trooper when I got a ticket, and it didn't help. I didn't get out of the ticket, but I felt better. I did. As much as you may not have wanted Patrick Reed to win the Masters for whatever reasons. Go back and read up on him. I, I spent a lot of time last night. I, I read a long, long piece. What's on the beef? Reed. What do people well, not like about him? He got, he got thrown out of Georgia. He argued and fought with his teammates. He was arrested once for public intox. You know, it's college like stuff. He won a national, he, two national titles at Augusta State. He was a jerk when he played, played match play in uh, the um, college national championships and would not concede like a two inch putt. One of those guys. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he wouldn't concede it. And okay. then next time the guy conceded one for him, and he was just that guy. Rubs okay. people the wrong way. He's not very well liked, unless unless he represents the U.S. at the Ryder Cup, because then he's a hero. But I like the fact that there's a guy people don't like. I agree, which is, why, which is why I think it's good for golf that Patrick Reed won that tournament. Right? The, the Masters is the purest of the pure. Right? right? It is... They're not fans, they're patrons. Yeah. They'll cheer for everyone. They're patrons. You know they're required, the broadcasters, to refer to the fans as patrons. And not fans? Exactly right. That is one of the edicts laid down by the masters, which is, it's my dream in life. My dream is to become a broadcaster 
for CBS at the Masters or Golf Channel and to be on the grounds and say, look at all these fans. Would they just pull to you see, off just the to telecast? See what would happen? Well, look what happened to Gary McCord. Gary McCord has been banned from the Masters for two decades. What did he do? He said something about how the greens were like um, uh, bikini wax, something of that nature. Oh, okay. Was the problem that it was a little racy or that it was negative about both. the course? Both. So if, you're ra- if you're racy, you're gone. And if you're negative at all, you're gone. But when you right. get to the point you have to refer to the fans as patrons, come on, man. I don't mind a little pomposity. Come on. Come on. God, that turn That is snobby. beyond pompous. How about the whole green jacket oh. ceremony? How pompous is that? That dude yeah. just sitting there smiling the entire yeah. time. I had turned it off by then. I really, I, I, I was rooting for him to miss the putt, which I know sounds very Manchester of me, but, but I think a lot, okay. of a lot were. of people were. And I like the fact that I was rooting for him to miss the putt and he made it. Like I think that's good mm. for golf because now it's a guy in the He's, next major. I want to watch him just blow you up. You need a villain. Exactly. You need a villain because the next time he comes around and he's taking on your favorite golfer, you have something to root against rather because in golf, all you do in golf, you're rooting for somebody all the time. Right. Like, oh, let's go, Jordan. Let's go, Ricky. You're rooting. For... Very rarely do you get the opportunity, except for Ryder Cup. Ryder Cup is a rare, rare, unique yeah. event where you're rooting against someone. Well, I mean, sometimes you're rooting, like if Tiger was three back, you'd be rooting for somebody to blow up on a hole so he would they would come back to the pack. But you're right. Typically, you're rooting for someone. I was pulling for Ricky Fowler yesterday. That was the guy I wanted to see win. Why? I'm just curious because everybody has their guy. I'm, I'm wondering what Jordan Spieth was on a tear yeah. until he hit he that tree limb on 18. He what was a great. bad break. He still shot a 64. It's amazing. And he could have very easily birdied 18 to, to tie Patrick Reed and got screwed by that tree limb. Which would have broke the course record, right? The course record 63? Well, the, he was nine down to start the day, bro. I know. I know. So I was, Jordan would have been fine because that would have been an amazing comeback. I was rooting for that. I don't know. Ricky's never won a major. He, he's, remember the picture he did with yeah, the Ryder Cup and everybody he, was with all their girlfriends? He just, was just like, eh, I, whatever. I can't handle the eyebrows. I like his crazy outfits. I know he's got the eyebrows, but, you know, you like Anthony Davis. He's got a unibrow. I'm not sure who I was rooting for yesterday. Anybody but Patrick Reed, I was I pulling for either Ricky or Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth, though, because it would have been such an epic comeback. And Jordan Spieth has the chance to be... Tiger-esque in, ter- in terms of dominance. Yeah, we say that every year. No, no, no. I'm oh, Rory's say not going to be that. Dustin hey, Johnson's hey, not going to be James, that. James, Jordan Spieth James. is there all the James, time. James, nobody's going to be Tiger-esque. Well, we'll see. Listen to me. Listen. We'll see. Listen to my words. Everybody who's a go- listen to our words here. You will not see another Tiger Woods. I'm I'm with you, but if you had to bet, they said you have to place a bet on somebody who's currently playing mm. who's going to finish their career with more majors than Tiger. Who would you pick? Do you realize that there's only one player on tour right now? Who's been on tour for 10 years? Who's won a tournament every year? Only one player who has equaled both Jack Nicholas and Tiger Woods. Do you know who that player is? To win a tournament every year every for the year last 10 years? For the last 10 years. One. And uh, I was rooting for him. He was not in contention at the end. Dustin Johnson. I don't know. Exactly right. Is it really? Dustin Johnson. Even with all his injuries? Dustin Johnson. Okay, but if you had to pick somebody who's going to finish their career with more majors than Tiger, I don't think anybody's going to. But if you had to pick one, who would you pick? Pick, I don't know. You pick Jordan Speed. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, no I would. You're, you're make. What are you guilting me into this? Oh, no, you're just trying to not admit I'm right. 
Okay, fine. Whatever, dude. But there's not going to be another Tiger. Fine, but he's they got just the best exist. chance. He has the best chance of anybody. I, I want you to think about something, though. This ran through my mind as I'm watching the uh, back nine. Patrick Reed and some of the shots he was making. I mean, just saving par off the green. Just remarkable clutch shots. And you can call him a villain, but I respect him for coming through in the clutch despite the entire field rooting against him. Just imagine him. And instead of Patrick Reed, that's Tiger conducting those shots. Can you imagine how crazy it would have been? Oh, yeah, for sure. Can you just imagine? You know the other reason I was rooting against him, though? It seemed, by the way, it's a freaking it's blizzard snowing. outside. It's now snowing. I wore a golf shirt. <laughs> because Kathy Sabin said it was going to be in the 60s It is today. now snowflakes the size of your head. Those like, are big flakes. This looks worse than opening day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Anyhow, here's the other reason I was rooting for... Ricky, he had the great finish. What was he, six under in the last 11 holes? Birdied 18 to get to within one. And Jordan Spieth had the great day shooting yeah. a 64. Patrick Reed, it was just such a, like, he ho-hummed. went out and shot a 71. Yeah, he ho-hummed it. He went out and, like, yeah. it was like, and yeah. I, I know he, he didn't do He the par fives. Right. He made it easy on It was like a guy who was just yeah. laying up, trying well, to win. You know, he played smart. I, That's what you do. I get it, and he's got the green jacket to got, show for he's it. he's got that face. But that isn't any fun. It's that face. It's not any fun to watch a team just go out, or a, a guy go out and just like, eh, I'm just going to lay up. I know it's very subjective. People say I have a very punchable face. I get that. I love that. Some but days. his face, you know who else is, Matt Kuchard smiles too much. Stop smiling. You know, he's, he you know, like, smiles you, you, too you, much. Yes. You, like after a bad shot, he's still smiling. Stop smiling. Maybe it's like a nervous thing. I don't know what it is, but he smiles way too much for my taste. Here's Man. what else bothered me after that. And I'm the curmudgeon know, on the I show. Know. Here's what else bothered me. Lord. So Jordan Spieth ends his round with a bogey. He's mad. He's angry. Yeah. yeah. He's angry because of what just happened. He's walking to the tent or to the cabin to sign a scorecard, and you have to walk through a lane of fans. If you're a 40-year-old man and a dude just bogeyed 18, put your hand – I mean, do you have to get a high five? I can understand kids. All right, kids, that's a hero of theirs. They're going to remember that. for You're a 40-year-old adult male. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why do you need a high – the guy just bogeyed 18. He's obviously not in a good place. He's angry. And it just goes back – I tweeted this – after a loss, right? I'll go to a Nuggets game and the team just loses in devastating fashion. Guys are walking off the court and 40 year old man wants a high five. Come on, dude. I don't think it's any I, better I, than a I, win. Come dude. on, man. Why, why on. if you're a grown they're man? Not, they're not in the mood. That's why. Understand the temperature of the room. I get it. That's worse. But after a win, I don't, like, once you're not, once you can drive, it. if you drove yourself to the it. venue, you can't get a high five. If somebody had to bring you because you're not legally able to get there, you can get a high five. I can understand kids. Kids are off limits. Kids can do whatever they please. I'm with you. They don't know any better at that point. You high five on. You're an adult man. If you can shave, you shouldn't be trying to get a high five. What the hell's is that a going better on? With them? Is that curmudgeonly of me? Is, is it? <laughs> a little bit. Is it really? But I'm with hey, you. Hey, I agree hey. with you. Hey. God, what game was it? High five guy's annoying. What was the game that the Nuggets lost? I don't mind a good high five. Like, I'll high five you, like, when we have a really good show. Like, we'll high five out in the hall. That's fine. You know what it's like? It's like when, when you're playing competitive sports and you lose a game and there's always that guy that, hey, you know, high five guys. No, no, dude. No, we just lost. I don't want to high five you. I don't want to hug you. I don't want to 
I don't want to pray with you. I don't want to do anything right now. We just lost. What do you want to do? I just want to go home. You just want to go get in your car, home. sit and stare at your <laughs> dashboard like Mosier. <laughs> I don't want okay. human interaction after a loss. I get it. I don't want to talk to you. I'm kind of with you on that one. Coming up next, little human interaction with our own Marty O, the morning sugar fix, right here on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join Altitude 950's Nate Kreckman and Ryan Harris later today from 3 to 6 at Alamo Drafthouse Sloan's Lake. They'll be broadcasting live in support of Donor Alliance. Show the heart on your driver's license April 9th through the 22nd at participating movie theaters for buy one, get one free movie tickets. Find out more at DonateLifeColorado.org forward slash show your heart. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. If you think your best athletic years are behind you, then Topperson Sports Cream has something to say about it. Anyone who runs, bikes, hikes, does yoga, goes to the gym, swims, plays tennis, golfs, or pretty much does anything physical knows you're going to hurt. And sometimes the hurt is pretty bad. But you don't have to suffer anymore. With 17 natural biomedicines, Topperson Sports Cream doesn't numb your pain like the competition. This product can actually help reduce the inflammation, swelling, and discomfort associated with physical activity. Topperson Sports Cream's odorless moisturizing formula can also help give you more productive workouts while producing faster recovery times. So if you suffer from back aches, impact injuries, cramping, spasms, burning, stiffness, and more, then you must try guaranteed Topperson Sports Cream. Topperson Sports Cream is available at Pharmaca, The Vitamin Shop, and online at Amazon.com. Pain-free, live-free. Topperson, rub it in. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family-owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA-approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them on Online today at kinsautoserviceinc.com. 
Altitude 950 traffic update. Some wet pavement to deal with certain portions of the metro area. We're seeing that along I-70 and Pena Boulevard. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International on I-25 through the Thornton North Glen area as well. Northbound I-25 stop and go Arapaho through to Yale. Southbound running slow Highway 7 through to 84th Avenue. For just five quarters a day, you can sponsor a child with Compassion. It's pocket change to you. It's life changing for a child. Become a sponsor now at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, and we've been speaking about that ever since we left Canada. And our guys have really taken that to heart. There's a great belief in that locker room, a lot a lot of positivity. And, um, you know, I think we're 4-2 and two in our last six road games. And that's been a big issue for us the whole year. So it's great to see us start, you know, developing some maturity on the road and able to pull out these wins. So uh, we're going home for our last home game of the year. We've been tough to beat there. And we're going to have a hell of a challenge on our hands playing against Portland. Let me make a, an important clarification here. Because the question came up in the last segment about high five guy. And uh, the texter 4746 chimes in and says, what, you don't shake after pickup hoops games? That's terrible etiquette. Makes me want to fight you. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. You have to shake hands after a game with the opposition. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. I, I've always picked up on that. I mean, watch Tom Brady after a loss. He goes to cry in the corner, okay? Does it all the time. I can't stand good loser guy like i admire people who are sore losers that's what i'm saying but you do shake hands and always shake hands. and i'm a terrible loser me too you always respect the opposition i'm not talking yes. about that i'm not that that is a completely different arena here i'm specifically referring to something i noticed at the masters yesterday when jordan spieth bogey's 18 he knew at that point that his chance of winning the tournament probably over and he's you know, huffing and puffing his way to sign a score score sheet, and all these adults wanted high fives. He's in a bad mood. Understand the room. But I, I just didn't. I, what are you gonna say? Hey, high five, Jordan! You just bogeyed. <laughs> what? Is, what? Is there a cornier group though than golf fan? I get it if a kid's there. If a kid wants a high five, fine, fine. But what? But per- you're 45 years old. You work for a living. What are you doing? What percentage of the people in the gallery yesterday do you think you would actually enjoy having dinner with? Well, you know, I've been there. (laughs) I know. For those of you who haven't been there, Vic has. But seriously, like, it's all kind of a lame, corny group. I think I'd, I think I would, I would enjoy having dinner with a higher percentage of people at a Raider game. Uh, You'd be surprised. Actually, Raider fans get a bad rap. Raider fans, there's this rap that Raider fans are all just, they, they go back and they're all losers. They're not. Right. They're not at all. There are a lot of very successful people that assemble in the black hole as Raider fans. That guy who tried to get a high five from Jordan Spieth. Can you imagine being stuck next to him on an airplane? I guarantee he was wearing tube socks with sandals. <laughs> guarantee it. Uh, Trent writes in, the only thing more annoying than high five guy is bro hug guy. I'm sure Vic agrees. I don't mind a bro hug. Bro hugs are good. Uh, let's see. Why we root against Patrick Reed. If you read some of the stories about Patrick Reed, he's got some issues even with his own parents. He wouldn't let his parents watch him play. 
escorted his parents out of the U.S. Open in 2014. I, I'm not gonna, that's a personal issue, whatever, man. It's we, like, we don't know, we don't know the history there. So, I am not gonna go down that road. But it's like the Aaron Rodgers situation. That's right. Weird. I mean, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. Because it's yes. so unusual. It's, I couldn't even imagine it, right? I, I can't You wouldn't that. eat if you didn't see your parents. That's you, a good you'd point. never starve. Eat. I would starve. <laughs> you would die. I would you die. never saw your mom. Never thought about that. <laughs> I would die. Time now for our morning sugar fix with Marty O. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo. Sugar slam. Shake that. Not a high five guy either. So. No? No. At all? Not really. I'm more of a the kind of a fist, subtle fist bump guy. You know. I don't mind a good high. Now the weather's nice. Again. I know it's beautiful. I don't mind a high five when it's appropriate. Is there anything more awkward than you go for the fist bump, they go for the high uh, five, uh, and you both go back and forth? Know, and, oh god! You know what I hate though is like beaten. convoluted handshake guy. Like I don't know. I'm not in your fraternity. <laughs> I have no idea what we're supposed to do here. You know, the only venue that's more weird than I guess golf when guys come through. You ever watch the Tour de France or any yeah. cycling event where the yeah. fans like are all up in these guys when they're trying to huff them? These guys are dead tired. Their lungs are burning. Yeah. They want to die. And guys, <laughs> yeah. fans are goofy sometimes. All right, go ahead, Marty. Hi, guys. Green Bay Packers founder Curly Lambeau was born on this day. They renamed Packer, Packer Stadium after him after his death in uh, 1965. You guys ever been to Lambeau? I have not. I'm sure Vic has. Cathedral. It's beautiful, and it's unique because it's in the middle. It's like walking outside in the middle of the neighborhood here and just finding a stadium out of nowhere. You're just driving around. Oh, my God, there's a stadium. There's a house across the street. There's a duplex right there. It's nuts. In the middle uh, of nowhere, Wisconsin. Yeah, It is on the bucket list for sure. All right, uh, 1912, first exhibition game played at Fenway Park. What about Fenway? You guys have been there. I have been to Fenway. Again, a cathedral. Fenway, I went to Fenway and Wrigley in back-to-back years. Fenway blows it out of the park. I agree. Way better yeah, than Wrigley. I, I agree. And uh, the Green Monster, we sat atop the Green Monster for the uh, World Series 2007. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting up there going, this is amazing. What a unique yeah. venue for sports. Well, and just the, the all the things they've done, the signage, the graphics, the neighborhood around it. I mean, Fenway just lived up to all you know, the You know, it's it's great for us though who frequent once in a while, but I'm sure if you're a season ticket holder and you're in those concession lines over there and the hallways are as you know narrow as this studio, you're probably going, "Okay, can we please advance this? Can we please modernize?" Yeah. I'm with you. Cause it's tiny. Old Yankee Stadium was that way. Like yeah. the, the portals and stuff to walk into the stands were really narrow. Uh, but Fenway by far the best baseball stadium I've been to. Even if you're a player, that clubhouse can't be as nice as, you know, some of these newer stadiums. No. Right. I mean, listen, it, you, you fall on one side. Either you enjoy the tradition or you want to advance. And there comes a time where you're tired of the tradition and you want something new. You will always get to that point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, we're hitting them all here. Uh, 1965, Houston begins playing in the eighth wonder of the world, the Astrodome, as its first exhibition That game. was a piece yeah. of garbage when I visited it. I'm, I'm sorry. It is a dump. Just a piece of garbage. What's amazing is it's still there. Yeah. They haven't imploded it, but like all the entrances, like the stairs and stuff have been taken off. Mm-hmm. So it's literally just, it's just falling apart right next it, to the it, new stadium. You know, back in the day, it was amazing. You remember the Bad News Bears got to play in the Astrodome? Yeah. 
It gets dwarfed by NRG Stadium, though. Like they're it they're side tiny. by it side. Like and it's tiny. It, it looks does. like a shack. It does, and it used to be the biggest thing going. I retweeted the the picture this morning mm-hmm. of that first game. They had grass because they thought the translucent beams. They thought are uh, uh, whatever it was the top. They thought it would be able to grow grass in there, and it all just it died. And that's why they had to invent astroturf. So not a cathedral. No. At the time, it may have been. Now, no. It's a dump. All right, how about this one? 1993, Denver finally gets their first Major League Baseball home game. 80,000 fans file into Mile High Stadium to watch the Rockies take on the Expos, and Eric Young did this in the first inning. And the 3-2 pitch. The Charlie Jones. Yep, is that who that was on the call? Is he still with us? I don't think the so. The late, great Charlie Jones. In those games, I think we're on Channel 2 back then with Charlie Jones doing the game. Who was that off of? Do you know, Marty? Was it Brian Bohannon that was pitching? Yeah, I believe it was. Uh, I was, you know, we are, our power five, Vic, was the, the greatest Dan Denver sports that's up there. a championship. Yeah. That's on the list. Yeah. Were you in the building for that? No, I was not in Denver. Oh, you were working out yeah, was, where was, what year was that? 93. I was in Austin, Texas. I was there for it. 25th anniversary today. Uh, I want to say that was a Monday as well, which is kind of weird. It's a Friday. Does it? It was 60 degrees out on opening day. It was a great day, though, and that place, I mean, 80,000 people there for a baseball game. It was awesome. I had to stay in 2000. One of my favorite skits from Saturday Night Live airs featuring Will Ferrell, Christopher Walken, and a rarely used percussion instrument. Let's listen. Easy, guys. I put my pants on just like the rest of you, one leg at a time. Except once my pants are on, I make gold records. Can I just say one thing? Say it, baby. Just say it. Bruce Dickinson wants more cowbell. We should probably give him more cowbell. Say it, baby. I gotta have more cowbell. Guess what? I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. It is a classic skit. Outstanding. And the, the premise is so stupid. <laughs> Outstanding. It's nothing but them making a song and... The producer wanting more cowbell. That's the entire premise of this. The best part of the skit was watching the guys trying to hold in their laughter. (laughs) Was was Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon was a drummer. He was just losing it in the back. Remember his mustache kept falling off. (laughs) Jimmy Fallon was terrible on that show from the from the standpoint of keeping a straight face. He never could keep a straight face in any of those skits. But that made you laugh even more. You see somebody losing it. Oh yeah. See that is the beauty of Will Ferrell too. He can do the most inane stuff and keep that straight face. Does he wear like a little? Half shirt in that one too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, up over his it's belly that button. Sweat, sweater that keeps coming up. Yeah, and Walken is Christopher Walken's just fantastic in that. So good. All right, this day, 2016, the 76ers lose their 70th game of the season. They would go on to finish 10 and 72. Yesterday, they won their 50th game of the season. That's Dude, quite a no career. one hotter right now than the Philadelphia 76ers, and they're doing all this without Joel Embiid. And I, I, I will, I will again admit when I'm wrong. I didn't think Ben Simmons was worth all the hype. The more I see Ben Simmons play, if that guy ever finds a jumper and finds anything remotely close to a jumper, because right now it's broke, he will be the best player in the game. Do you think the he's... best player in the game. Wow, that's a bold the statement. The best player in the game. He's close now without a jumper. Do you think he should be eligible for Rookie of the Year, though? No. I, I think if it's your second year, no. It's not fair. You practice with the team. You got a sense of... Of NBA life, I think it's a joke. Either it's your first year or it's not. Donovan it should Mitch- be Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell should win the award. I, I, I think at this point, though, don't we have to admit that the process worked? Damn straight it worked. It cost the guy his job. 
Sam Finky or Hinky or whatever. Hinky. Hinky cost him his job, but it's working. It's working. And I heard Brian Windhorst on a national show on my way in today. And he was talking about the Sixers actually have a, the easiest path to the finals because they're going to be on the side of the bracket if they win their next two games where they get Boston. An injured Boston team in without the Kyrie. Yeah, and it's, it's not Boston. That's not yeah. the team they've been all year. So it could be interesting in the Eastern Conference. All right, uh, just one last thing here. I don't know if you guys saw on uh, Saturday night, the Rockies were tied 2-2. Two to two. They had runners on first and second. Nobody out. Charlie Blackman was up. They opted to bunt with him. Just want to get your opinion on that. What do you guys you think that was the right call? You think they should have let him swing away? Uh, let the guy swing. He's the, yeah. Isn't he the reigning batting champion? Yes, the defending batting champion should swing. I, I, I don't understand the logic. Then. Well, the logic turned out to be he had back issues. He didn't ah. play yesterday because he had back spasms well, then and missed. Then shouldn't be playing. Agreed. Um, but thank God they spent a month down at Shangri-La so they could come back in a week into the season and have back spasms. Awesome. Here we go. Anti-spring training guy. Spring training really got him ready to go mm-hmm. down there in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's it for me, fellas. Uh, Marty, what'd you leave on the uh, cutting room floor? Uh, 1962, the Mets had their very first game ever in New York. The Mets. The Mets. Weren't you a Mets fan growing you know, up? Was. The blue. Yeah, if you color? think about it, the, what the Mets, where they came from and what they went to. Remember, it was how many years after their dismal season did they win a, uh, a World Series with the amazing Mets? Uh, 69, they won the, the World Series. Okay, so seven so, years. All right, so that took them seven years. That's why we're so darn impressed with the Avs, because they were so bad at this point last year. So bad. And here they are in the playoffs. Only in hockey. Only, oh, think about it. When I say yeah, only in hockey, you're right. An eight seed. Winning an NHL or being in the NHL Stanley Cup Finals only in hockey. That will never happen. Has it happened in the NBA? Mm. Has an eight seed ever advanced to the finals? Weren't the Knicks an eight seed when they lost to the Rockets in one of the non-Jordan years? Well, I'll go back and look. I think they might have been, but it's it's been the rarest. Put it this way: it's a lot. It's a lot more likely to happen in hockey than in the yes, NBA. Yes, it's happened multiple times. Yeah. I think the Kings won a cup maybe even after being the 18. Hey, quick little bit of trivia. Do you know why the Mets colors are orange and blue? No. Because they replaced both the Giants when they moved to uh, San yeah. Francisco yeah. and the yeah. Dodgers when they moved to L.A., so they took sense. orange from the Giants, blue from the Dodgers. More useless trivia. You're from James Manchester. 902. It's not snowing anymore. Now it's a beautiful. Now it's midsummer weather. It's unbelievable. What is going on? I love this place. We're back after this. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. It's game day for the Denver Nuggets. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets are at the Pepsi Center to take on the Trailblazers. Tip-offs at 7 o'clock with the pregame show getting away at 6.35. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. The KSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Avalanche. They're back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Home of the Nuggets. And the Nuggets are knocking on that playoff door, baby. What's next? Experience it here. Denver's all-sports station. Altitude 950. Stanley Cup playoffs. Here they come, baby. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I don't want to die for Holds and looks. Challenge by Landis Scott. Throws it to the point for Dunn. To the near side, Shen. Walks it in. Shoots. Blocked. Rebound. A scramble. Picked up by the Avs. Carried ahead by Landis Scott. Fires it towards an empty net. He scores! Game Landis Scott! He's bombed in the neutral zone. The Avs have taken a 4-1 lead. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile. 
He threw it from inside of his own blue line, high in the air, all the way down the ice, and he hits an empty net. So I'm watching the uh, Avs beat the Blues to clinch a playoff spot Saturday night at Pepsi Center. Little did I know there was also a wedding or some sort of prom taking place at the event. Mm-hmm. Uh Because Kyle Keefe and uh, John Michael Lyles showed up in their prom gear. Uh Kyle Keefe joins us right now on the hotline. Kyle, how are you? I'm good, Vic. How are you? Why are you laughing? Why are you snickering? Why, why were you wearing a tuxedo? That, first of all, that was my... I got married in that thing. That's so that's pretty impressive. You know, eighteen years is you know. How about a little love for that? That still just, fits. Well, I mean, it was a little big. Yeah, I've yoked down a little bit. You but, know, the classic yeah, we were, the classic tux though, and you were in the classic, and never goes out of style. Never. No, no. Well, and we're now three and zero in those tuxedos. So there's a little. Uh, you know, if we got to wear them every game, we just might have to do that. But three and zero is legit. So how nervous were you exactly? Were you fetal position nervous? <laughs> where, where were you? Uh, you know, I, I I would say that, I, you know, prior to the game I was pretty sick. I mean, I was pretty sick to my stomach. And then once the first five minutes got, you know, once we were into the game, I sort of settled down. And then as I watched them play, I was like, they're not going to lose. This, they're, they're not going to lose this game. And so it just got... You know, it got better and better, but I just I, I felt confident after watching. You know, Landon Scott said something in the uh, in the pregame to Mike Haynes, and he said Mike asked him. He said, "How will you know if you're going?" And he was like, "If we establish a forecheck, I guarantee you that we'll have our legs going and we'll be you know we'll win the game." And they did, and they established the forecheck, and they were they just you know they beat up the Blues. I mean, they they flat out won that hockey game, and they deserve to be where they are. Um. When Barbario got hit with that penalty early and it put St. Louis on the power play, you were vomiting a bit there, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, there was definitely. Yeah, I mean, at at a certain point, you know, I was having Johnny Lyles like look mm-hmm. down my throat and look mm-hmm. into my eyes. And, I mean, I was there was some general concern that I may not make it through the show. All right, now listen, Kyle, I'm glad you're with us. And uh, Manchester and I have been discussing this all morning because we we all want to be there, right? While well, we were there the night this happened or that happened. And, oh, my God, it's never been that loud before. You, you've experienced Stanley Cup championships. You've been through it all with the Avs. I've heard so many people say that uh, the Pepsi Center was as loud as it's ever been Saturday night. And my retort's always, oh, come on, that's not possible. That place has produced Stanley Cup championship night. That they, There's no way it was louder than it was that night. So give us give us a gauge. I mean, I, I I might have to agree with people. I mean, that it was so loud. Now, when when Ray lifted the cup, I mean, it's it's hard to compare those two just because you you know you're in the moment and everyone's crying. But it was so loud in that building on uh, on Saturday that I, I mean, it's just you know what? It's a it's it's a nice way to say thank you to the fans through the fans because. They did it. I mean, they they created it. And don't think for a second that the players don't love every second. They were cheering for the team when they left the ice for warm-ups. I mean, it was loud. Like, we were on the air, and I was like, what just happened? Did somebody – no, the team just left the ice. But, man, when the, when Landis Cog scored that goal and Nathan McKinnon basically assaulted him on the ice, it was as loud as I've heard it. And, yeah, I mean, I'd say 10, 15 years. Kyle, now that we've had a couple days to think about it, now that it's uh, it's history, so it can't be changed. The uh, the offsides call or non offsides call on the uh, Tyson Berry goal. 
good I mean, call or not a good call? I don't think it, I think it was off dice. But here's the problem with it is the camera that they had that was on the ice was from like 1977. <laughs> it was a horrible, horrible. Was it a Polaroid? So, yes, it looked. Hmm. I mean, it looked like it could be offside, but the puck also looked like it could be a television set. Yeah. So it was that angle. You that was the angle they needed in order to confirm it. The other angle did not show any white in between the puck and the blue line. Correct. So, you know, it was sort of like, uh, well, we can't determine that we don't have enough evidence to reverse the call, so that it was, that's why it was a good goal. So, it, you know, I, I thought it was offside. I'll just say that. Yeah, I, I thought it was too, but, like, the edge of the blue line on the camera angle was, like, fuzzy. Like, why, why doesn't it have Come a sharp on, edge? What's close. going on? <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's not exactly easy to, you know, pinpoint, you know, you the camera takes a basically takes a shot of the blue line. And from there, you've got to zoom in. You know, you can't just be zoomed in the entire time. You know, you got to pick your spot. So it's it's not an exact science, and they do the best they can. But the camera that was down on the the actual blue line was brutal. But that shot, though, I was glad it didn't get overturned just because I would have hated to see that shot get taken off the board because, man, that was amazing. He was about yeah, as far I, out as you can be, and the one-timer was just a laser. And, and you know what, James? We we sit right up like 138, so we're right behind the attack side goaltender. We're right behind Jake Allen, and it's a perfect, perfect shot of the crowd reacting to those goals. You, you remember yesterday when Ricky made that putt on 18, and yeah. they show the they show the fans, and it's just like boom! It's like it explodes. That's what it was like when every time that they scored, but particular Tyson Berry because he went you know he went top shelf from you know the blue line, and boom! The Pepsi Center was like. It's just like exploded, and it just—it's such an awesome feeling. That you know, I'm glad they didn't reverse that either because that was that was a big one. Uh, before we continue with this hockey talk, uh, Patrick Reed, face, comments. Yeah, the the most punchable face. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I, I don't even want to talk about. It. I was. Mm. He ruined my. He ruined my Sunday. Although Why? I made up for it. Why? Why? Because I need. I need. Look, Jordan. I respect Jordan, him. Eight or nine under. Eight or nine under. I mean, that is a run. That was awesome to watch. And then Ricky, and then Patrick Reed. I mean, the people weren't even clapping for him. I don't. I don't know. I didn't Good. want him to win. Wait, you subtly said you went and made up for it. How'd you make up for it? Hmm. Well, I was. I I had poured myself a little red wine. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. All so, right. All right. I just faster Sunday. You tried to just kind of <laughs> slip that in and thought we wouldn't notice. You know when I know. Uh, Kyle's drinking wine. He'll occasionally late at night send me like ideas. Yeah. Say, hey, what do you think about this? <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, get off the red. I can always tell he's hitting the red wine yeah. when he starts putting these really philosophical, yeah. like thousand word posts on Facebook. <laughs> like deep <laughs> tweets, like the deep, like, well, the, the tweet I read yesterday yeah. was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Put the red down. It's oh, calm let me, down. Let me, oh, so Vic, you did yeah. have a nice glass of wine during the Masters, huh? I, you know what? You want the truth? You want the God's honest truth? I fell asleep yeah. for a big portion of the Masters. Woke up just in time to watch the finish. I well, fell you asleep. Should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, I know. I feel shame. I All would right. say, wouldn't you say that 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 sixty percent of people that were watching the Masters were enjoying a nice little something? Well, that's how you watch golf, of course. You're not just sitting there. Okay. Right. Well, I just want to make sure. Uh, before we ask you quickly about Nashville, what about the guy, the middle-aged dude? Who, when Jordan Spieth is walking off mad because he bogeyed 18, and there's a whole line of guys wanting high fives. What do you think about that guy? The high five guy. You know, it's, 
I don't know. I, what bothers me more is the, the player that's not the high-five guy back. So, you know, Jordan's pretty good about sticking his hand out. Yeah. But I, I don't like when, when high-five guy doesn't know how to golf. Okay. All right. Uh, we got to go. Uh, how many games against Smashville? This team is so deep. I was looking at their stats last night, Kyle. It's not yeah. that they're talented up front. and They're just deep. They got three, yeah. four lines deep. Yeah, I mean everybody on the everybody on the team scores. So it's it's not like just it's not just Philip Forsberg or it's not just Johansson. I mean, it's, they are. There's a reason that they won the President's Trophy. Mm-hmm. They're they're the best team clearly. But I mean, anything can happen, man. I, I I'll tell you this: the Avalanche is the one team I wouldn't want to play. I mean, because the last thing you want is some hot team with nothing to lose, you know, coming into your barn. Just like Nashville did last year when they were the eight seed, you know. It's I think it's going to be awesome, and I think the boys are going to ride the momentum. And I think Game One is going to be a whole lot different than Nashville thinks it's going to be. We got to go. Um, okay. I want to stop talking. I'll see you in a little bit. We got our show. Yes, we do. We have Let's Talk Sports, which we tape today. That airs on Thursday. I, have, I haven't seen it. You know how much how much time you and I have spent together this week? It's almost frightening. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Welcome to Car Buying 101. I'm your professor, Alan Roach, for my car guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. It's a fact. Every car dealer pays the same for new vehicles. The manufacturers set the cost, the incentives, and the rebates. And from there, it's up to the dealers to sell those vehicles. And that class is where the circus begins. We've all seen it. Lightning bolts and balloons, super low come-on payments that require super-fast talking or teeny-tiny print disclaimers just to make them legal, uh, let alone honest. All right, class, you can close your books because there is a better way. The Johnson family goal is simple, to help you find the vehicle you're looking for at the best possible price with no silly games or wasted time and make sure your experience is a great one. That's it, and that's why I love these guys. During the spring sales event, get a great deal on over a 1,000 vehicles, 350 new Rams, 200 new Jeeps. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be. Johnson Auto Plaza, north of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. Hey, sports fans, unless you're really rolling, there's no way possible you could afford over $100,000 of damage to your property. Hail, fire, water damage, that's why you have insurance. But nearly every insurance claim is underpaid. The C3 Group can help. They're a team of property claim experts that work to ensure insurance companies pay what they're required to pay. Property owners, HOAs, and contractors, they all trust the C3 Group to recoup damages from 100000 into the millions. You can trust the C3 Group as well. Call 303-670-2710. Hey guys, we all want those hearty home-style meals. You know, the juicy burgers and the chicken fried steak. Don't forget dessert. But who has time to cook those at night when you're ready to watch the game? Don't have time. That's why when I'm craving a delicious home-style meal, I go to Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic Lombardi for Black Eyed Pea. My go-to for home-style cooking. Made to order fresh with natural ingredients. 
Try Cajun Catfish right from the south for their turkey and dressing and, of course, their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Forget about the wait time. Black Eyed Pea will have your entrees out in 15 minutes or less. And they have a great craft beer selection and full bar. Whether you're looking to enjoy your homestyle favorite at the restaurant or takeout, the Black Eyed Pea is a Colorado and Vic Lombardi favorite. Locally owned, operated with nine front range locations throughout Denver and Castle Rock. Visit BlackIPColorado.com. That's BlackIPColorado.com for locations and the entire menu. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jokic is in the corner, over to Murray, head fake on the three, puts it on the floor, gets down the lane, jump shot is up, in and a foul as well! 37 for Jamal Murray! That's how you finish through the contact, young fella. Great finish right there. Man, what a game for him. A couple things I want to get to before we join this uh, radio show in Portland. Rip City Mornings, it's called, with uh, Dan and Nigel. So we're going to be live on their show. They're going to be live on our show. Nigel? Yes. So Dan and Nigel from Rip City Mornings here coming up in about four minutes. I'm supposed to take this serious? This is it's real, real radio. Okay. The guy's name is Nigel. So I probably shouldn't make fun of his name. That's not very nice. Your name's Manchester. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he's ripping me right yes. now. <laughs> um, a couple of things I want to get, get through to you. Do you know that there's an outside chance? A chance. Listen to this. And I never even thought of it until now. I think one of the texters clued us in. Do you guys realize there's a chance that the Nuggets can clinch a playoff spot tonight? You mentioned this to me during a break, and I had it never even dawned on me. I had no idea. You're just not thinking that way. You're thinking about survival, right? Yes. Yeah. It does not seem like they can clinch tonight. So explain to me again how this happens, because I'm not quite sure I followed you. San Antonio and New Orleans play one another to close the season. So one of those teams is going to lose. Okay. So both of those teams play tonight. So if San Antonio loses tonight to Sacramento, not happening. And if New Orleans loses tonight to the Clippers, possible in in LA. LA. If both of those teams lose tonight, the Nuggets, by winning against Portland, would clinch a playoff spot. The Kings game, that's the one that's, that's not, not going to happen. That's in San Antonio, isn't it? It's not going to happen, yes. It's in San Antonio. I mean, could it happen? Could the Kings stop, just have stop, one of those stop, nights? Stop, stop, Could it? Stop. I don't want to think that way. You know how we think as Nuggets fans. It is an NBA you, team. You saw what happened Saturday, Nuggets fans. You saw what happened. By the you, way. you saw what exactly. You, you felt it like I did. The planets finally align for the Denver Nuggets. They win a game on the road. In blowout fashion, and all they need is a little help, a helping hand from Houston, Golden State, or Portland. The top three seeds in the West all lose games they're supposed to win. Thanks. Yeah, that uh, was pretty typical. By the way, flights are like seven hundred bucks. I was trying to check the Nashville flight to Smashville. Yeah, why so expensive? I don't know. Must be just because it's last minute. Huh. I wonder how many Avs fans are going to this though, because they they turn out. It's a fun destination. Yeah, they turn out. I don't know that getting tickets would be all that easy. You know where else they turn out in, in Portland? I've uh, had the privilege of going to several Nuggets games this season. Utah and Portland, because they're sort of one horse towns. Yeah, Portland's got the Timbers as well. Oklahoma City's the same way. Yeah. 
You're right. You know, never thought of it this way. The Nuggets have three teams in the division where their games, their teams are the most important thing in those cities and they turn out because of that. Yeah. I mean, Portland, Utah, Oklahoma City, distinct home court advantages. And it's basically it's, always it's been all, that way. It's all they got. And they, they turn out, they typically have good teams and they pack the buildings. Pack them. The o- Oklahoma City, nobody pulls off the playoff t-shirts quite like Oklahoma City. It's like choreographed. I just can't believe that Utah's clinched a playoff spot. And Denver's the worst at the playoff t-shirts. We are bad at it. We can't do it. We need more or what? what? I don't know. You go down to the game and it's like, oh, I don't want to cover up my fancy leather coat or whatever. You turn into an Oklahoma City game like every other section They're is color, shirts. color coded. Mm-hmm. Like they got mm-hmm. it down. Denver's not good at it. Okay. Uh, how close are we guys to doing this? Oh, we're on hold. Oh, we're going on their time. Oh, I see how this we'll works. Just continue to, you know, wait. So That's we're fine. doing this crosstalk deal with uh, a radio show live in Portland called the uh, Rip City Mornings. I just want to get a temperature of what Portland has at stake tonight because the Blazers are currently in the three seed, a game ahead of Utah. They closed the season against Utah Wednesday night. So this game tonight means something to them. It means something. Yes, but would you rather have the three or the four? I'm not yeah. sure it matters all that much. Okay, I got a thumbs up here. Uh Let's go straight to it. Dan and Nigel from Rip City Mornings in Portland along with the Vic Lombardi Show here in Denver. Fellas, how are you? Doing well. We almost nailed that exactly right, but it's good to be with you live on the air in Denver as you are live with us here in the Portland and the greater northwest area, Seattle, all points in between. Good to be with you. Hey, so let me start by asking you guys this, because the last time the Nuggets played the Blazers in Portland, Nuggets won that game. They also won the following night in Gold State, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, uh Portland's not going to do much this season. What happened since then? How do you guys all of a sudden just rip off game after game? Well, that's a great question, Vic. You know, I forgot <laughs> we actually get to be asked some of the questions during yeah. these type of scenarios. But, you know, Damian Lillard, to me, is the easiest response right out of the gate when you talk about what happened in the early stages of that winning streak. He went to an otherworldly area, an MVP performance area, over the first part of that winning streak. Uh, and, you know, the rest of the team kind of caught up somewhere along the way. And to me, I don't know, Nigel, do you think that was the biggest thing? Uh, I think he's the, he was the headline grabber. But ultimately, the rest of the team started playing the way they were capable of because you had, yeah, you had Damian Lillard who grabbed all the headlines, but the guy who was sneaky is a guy who was actually with you there in Denver was Yusuf Nurkic, became the Yusuf Nurkic we remembered from Nurk Fever after yeah. the trade last year with Mason Plumley. He became the double-double machine we thought we were going to get all season, and he became that. And after the post-All-Star game, he was averaging well over a double-double. Then you had uh, Ed Davis continuing uh, what he was doing, and Mo Harkless came back on the scene as the guy that we had seen flashes of from the previous season. So all those together – uh, really is what led uh, led things down the the uh, the 13 game win streak. Vic, let's ask you this: Yusuf uh-huh. uh, Nurkic now more than a year later. What's the perspective? Because for a while there, early season, I think a lot of Denver fans were like, "Ha ha ha! This is the Nurkic you were you deserve, and mm-hmm. we're going to see at some point." Now he's kind of gone back to that Nurk fever type of level. It hasn't been like the feverish thing amongst the fan base, but as far as performance goes. We're starting to see the Nurk we saw post-All-Star break last year. He was a hell of a player when he was here, but he was not well-received after he left because of the manner in which he left. Um, a lot of Nuggets fans saw him as sort of a crybaby of sorts because 
Nikola Jokic was getting the playing time and getting all the attention. And in their view, Nurkic quit on the team. So it's not as if he doesn't possess talent. I think every Nuggets fan knows he's a talented dude. He just needed a place to go where he could be the guy. He was never going to be the guy here. Never. Not with Jokic. Uh, and well, you guys got somebody. That's, that's all I could say. You, you, you benefited from a, a, a traffic jam at that position here in Denver. Well, you know, you know, another thing, Vic, we were trying, we had this discussion before we came on with you. We were talking about the city of Denver, which, uh, we both enjoy when we're there. Terry Stotts was really looking forward to, uh, to, to coming to Denver. He loves the, the walks out there. But we were talking about the Denver sports scene, so you gotta help us figure this out. I, in our estimation, Denver is a Bronco first town, correct? No doubt. Oh, okay. yeah. But after, after the Broncos, what is the next thing that, that it, that people that that Denver fans are are uh, uh, just have a passion for. Is it the Nuggets? Is it the Rockies? Is it the the Avalanche? Or is it just whoever's winning at the particular time? Casa Bonita is the next most popular thing in Denver after the Broncos. It's a restaurant, but after that, it, you're right. It's the team that's winning. Whatever team is winning, whatever team's out front, whatever team's in the playoff position is usually second in line. And right now, the Avs are in the playoffs. The Rockies are coming off of playoff appearances, and the Nuggets are really, really close. So take your pick. And I was just, it's funny that you say that, because three of the teams in the Nuggets division, and Portland, one of them, Utah, and Oklahoma City, those respective teams, that's, you know, that's the big thing in those cities. So you guys have a huge attendance um, benefit there, because that's the sport everybody concentrates on. And that's tough for opposing teams to visit your towns. Portland, you guys do it right there. Rip City and that crowd, that is fun to watch. I've been there a couple times. So kudos to you for coming out and supporting that team the way you do. Well, it's either that or we we drink a lot. Yeah. It's that those are or or go to Hamilton apparently over here with uh, Dan Sheldon. But uh, yeah, that's that's what we got going on, and, and we do. I mean, and, and you're right when you have that that uh, that city that just galvanizes around that one team it can make a difference though i've been in some cities that that are are similar to denver and sometimes there's something too like look in this town you win or no one cares about you so it kind of pushes uh it pushes maybe not so much the players but definitely management and ownership no doubt like hey we've got to put a winner out there or we're going to be pushed back to third or fourth hey listen boys we, we know we know what's at stake for the Nuggets here, right? The Nuggets need to win the next two to guarantee a playoff spot. There's an outside chance they can go one of two, but they need to win the next two. What's at stake for you guys tonight? We were hoping Portland would sort of come in and surrender. Um, are the guys going to go full tilt? What's happening here? No, it, it's full tilt. I mean, Damian Lillard came back what we thought was going to be a game early to face the San Antonio Spurs over the weekend. That didn't work out well. They still lost, but he's dealing with an ankle injury. He'll play again tonight. Ed Davis is back after being out for four games. And the Blazers desperately want home court advantage. They need to win one of these final two to secure at least the four seed. They're still in a fight for that. Had they beaten Dallas or Memphis, two dongs who didn't want to win over the span of the last couple of weeks, this would already be secured. And maybe you would have faced a team that didn't care going into the game tonight. But because they still have, they need one more win to secure at least the four seed. They don't necessarily, Terry Stoss told us last week, they don't necessarily care about the three seed, but they want three or four. They need one more win to do that. So it's going to be a fight tonight. I'll ask you this. Will Barton, what's the deal with him right now? People still love him in Portland, but what's going on in Denver with Will? Uh, Will Barton's been up and down in terms of the the fan base here. There are times where he is sort of the guy who shoots too much, and there are times like the last game in, in L.A. and the game before that where he has been clutch, Will the Thrill. So you get a little good and a little bad with Will, but overall – 
Uh, a wonderful trade for the Nuggets. I mean, wonderful. Aaron Aflalo for Will Barton. He's a key piece. He has stepped up ever since Gary Harris went down with injury. So, uh, I'm sure that the Portland Trailblazers in retrospect wish they never would have made that deal. Don't you agree? Oh, absolutely. I think that's one of the definite trades that, uh, Neil Shea wishes he had had back. It was kind of a way to solidify a playoff run. And then Wesley Matthews goes down with an injury shortly thereafter and things kind of go, uh, go awry for the franchise there for a bit. What about uh, Gary Harris? Because I know that he's been upgraded to doubtful. I assume that means he's probably still not going to play. But he might be the scariest guy on the roster from my perspective just because what he does defensively and the offensive punch he provides. If he's not available tonight, I mean, how, do you, how does this game shake out considering how well Denver has played recently versus Portland's three-game losing streak? What kind of form is Denver really playing at right now? Um, you know, Michael Malone said something after they beat the Clippers on Saturday, and he was asked, how are you guys doing this? How, how, how have you won five in a row for the first time all season? And he said they're playing get-it-done type basketball. And get-it-done basketball is anything and everything you need, especially in the closing quarter. What the Nuggets have done well, guys, over these last five games, they've won the fourth quarters. And you win the fourth quarter of most NBA games, you're going to win the game. And and frankly, I can't give you I don't know what they're going to do against Lillard and McCollum. I don't know how you stop that combo. I have no idea. But I had the same questions about a lot of the teams that they've beaten down the stretch. They're just getting it done. All right, Vic Lombardi from the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Uh, thank you so much for the time. I think I think we made this work. I think we landed it. Boys, we'll do it again if uh, if it comes to it in the playoffs. You never know. You just never right. know the way the, the West is shaped up right now. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Take care, guys. That is a radio show live in Portland, the Rip City Mornings with Dan and Nigel. We managed to pull it off. We'll take a break right now when we come back. Your thoughts on tonight's game. Are you going to the game? We've given away tickets, so I hope you're going to the game. I hope it's loud. We're uh, we're also going to try and find HW. Oh, we are. That's that's what's on the rundown. Why is he lost? I don't know. We're just going to try. We'll try to find HW. We'll discuss tonight's game. By the way, the Nuggets lead the series two games to one. They can win the season series outright against Portland tonight, but it's much bigger than that. Everybody knows what's at stake here. We all know what's at stake, and every time I think, ah. Uh, the Nuggets, how are they going to pull this one off? They surprise us. I love to be surprised. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Believe it, Colorado. And the Colorado Avalanche will go to Nashville and take on the Predators. They're back in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Your Colorado Avalanche are in the Stanley Cup playoffs. The belief system from our team, I'm really proud of this team. Game one versus Nashville. Thursday on the home of the Colorado Avalanche. Altitude 950. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned, and here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten 
shorten your term, even save you up to $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 182-334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad, does it attacks belly fat? Well, let me tell you, it did. The second month is where I saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach. I've lost six inches. This product really does work. So guys, if you'd like to experience similar results, then get Andro 400, the safe, natural, and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Hey, it's Josh Dover here, and I'm going to tell you how to get a career in under a year. Not just any old job. I mean real opportunity to train for a relevant, in-demand career right now. Now more than ever, careers in media platforms are booming, like social media, YouTube, on-air talent, video and audio editing, production, camera, and control room operations. Maybe you're like me and love sports. Do something more than just watch games. Make it a career in areas like play-by-play, sports commentating, sports live broadcast, even host your own show. That's what the Colorado Media School has done for more than 30 years, dedicating themselves to placing more people in rewarding media careers. That's what they did for me. Now is the time. Call them up, tell them Josh Dover sent you, and get an orientation just for calling. Don't wait. Call now and make that appointment. And get that career in under a year. Train in just months without decades of debt. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify. Call the Colorado Media School right now. 303-937-7070. That's 303-937-7070. If you wake up dreading your day and would like an extra $6,000 in the bank, start a fresh new career with First Transit in Commerce City. First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers this Wednesday afternoon. Bring your seven-year driving record and interview on-site. Competitive pay, benefits, and qualified hires receive a $6,000 hiring bonus. Start a fresh new career. Apply in person during this job fair this Wednesday afternoon from 1.30 to 4. First Transit in Commerce City, 6345 Colorado Boulevard. Denver's real estate market is is booming and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful in-demand certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit learnwiththeacademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's learnwiththeacademy.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Fresh off that interview with the fellows in Portland, Louise on the text line says, that interview was way too nice. You should let them have it, Vic. Probably. What do you want me to say, though? Sometimes what? you are a little overly cordial. But, I mean, 
What, are you going to get into a fight with some randos on a radio uh, show? For what? I don't know. What'd they do? Well, they kind of, they need to kind of be talking trash back, and they didn't seem like they were really into that. There was no exchange of trash. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Trust me, I love a little chirping. The master of the chirp. But if there's no chirping coming this way, I'm not going to give it right back. So That's we me. talked earlier, and then we'll try and find HW, but the abs went from 48 points a year ago to 95 this year, and increased by 47, mm-hmm. almost doubled their points. Do you know what their goal differential change was? Total goals? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Goal differential. They were a minus 112 last year. They got outscored by 112 goals last year to a plus 20. Hmm. That's a 132 goal differential turnaround. A little more offense, as they, they were, say in hockey. They were 21 points from being the second worst team in hockey last year. 21 points. Mm-hmm. That's 10 and a half games, essentially, behind the second worst team in the league. And now they're the second wild card. That's remarkable. Mike on the text line says, the only worry I have about the Avs is how they finished the regular season four and six in their last ten games. I think that sort of resets itself when you get to the postseason. I understand why you're worried. They didn't finish very strong, especially on the road. But in the postseason, here's the deal. Here's, here's when you'll know. Here's when you'll know. The scene, the atmosphere, just the pace of play in that first period, Thursday night in Nashville. Just yeah. to, just shut your eyes for a second. If you're driving around, shut your eyes. Okay, open them. You have to watch the road. Driving around. Just imagine that scene, how crazy it's going to be and how, how crazy it's going to feel for the likes of Sam Gerrard, JT Comfer. I'm with you, but, and I, I didn't watch the first period. I listened to Moj driving on I-25. But on Saturday night, it seemed like the Avs answered that bell right out of the chute. But those were their and fans. I know, but St. Louis guys. didn't. Yeah. Well, noise is noise. Uh, pace is pace. Okay, but this is a... You're right, you're right. So they do have the experience of one of those make-or-break games already. They felt this yeah. night. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I look, being in Nashville is a different deal, and Lord only knows what country music star will come out to sing the anthem, and it, it, it will be different. I, I'll give you that. But we do have some experience of them answering the bell because they did on Saturday night, big time. Guys, I'm going to the game tonight. My seats are right behind the visitor's bench. It's sign time, and I need some ideas, Captain Nugget. Hmm. Ideas for a sign. What can you bring tonight? Something Nurkic-related? I don't know. Ooh, definitely, That's yeah. definitely the... Scab to pick. I, I wouldn't. I would not pick on Lillard. He he will eat you alive. You do not want to inflame Damian Lillard. See, I'm do not we, a trash talk guy. Yes, I agree yeah. with you. So I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to get anybody going. Yeah. I just would yell behind him and boo him, mm-hmm. echo him. You know, the guys from Portland did acknowledge that the game. The game means something for Portland, but it doesn't mean as much as it does to the Nuggets. All right, it just well, doesn't. Well, I said it as, right before we had him on. Of like, I'm not sure there's that big a difference between the three and the four seed. Reason being, you don't know who's going to be six, and you yeah. don't know who's going to be but see, five. They're afraid they're going to fall out of the top four altogether. That would be big. Yeah. Now, if you couldn't at least get a top four seed, you had home court advantage in the first round. But who do you want to – the other difference between three and four is who do you want to avoid in the second round? Yeah. Well, who do you want to avoid, Houston or Golden yeah. State? Once you start jockeying for who you play, then I think you've overthought I, this. I agree. I, let me stress a couple things for tonight's uh, Nuggets-Blazers game. Number one, there's an outside shot that the Nuggets can clinch a playoff spot tonight. Just think about that for a second. Crazy. 
If the Nuggets win and the Spurs lose to Sacramento while the Pelicans lose to the Clippers, all three of those things have to happen in one night. The Nuggets clinch a postseason berth. I will be popping champagne. In fact, I'll go this far because there's no way Sacramento is going to beat San Antonio. If the Nuggets, the Nuggets clinch a playoff spot tonight, I will run home from the radio station tomorrow. That's a marathon based on where I live. Wait a minute. You'll run home from here, from here. tomorrow morning. Yes. And I will, I will gladly do it. And I hopefully having people alongside help me along the way. If they clinch a playoff if spot tonight. If they clinch a playoff spot tonight because of all those things that have to happen. The least concern okay. I have, I, I think the Nuggets are going to take care of business tonight because they've just been playing out of their minds. No way Sacramento's going to be San Antonio in San Antonio. Well, that game starts at 6.30, half hour before the Nuggets game. The Spurs are a 14-and-a-half-point favor on their home court. And should that go the Nuggets' way and then the Nuggets win, you'd have to wait. Yes. Because the Clippers host the Pelicans. It's an 8.30 game ESPN, which means it's actually an 8.50 game. Yeah. The uh, Pelicans are an eight-point road favorite. I will run. I will run so far away. How far is it? Is it really a marathon? I don't know. It's got to be close. Pretty darn close. Hey, um, you may notice that HW is not with us. Oh, it's been so peaceful. Today. We've pronounced almost all of our words correctly. Marty's not going to have much for his uh, fact checker. No. It's going to be a pretty boring Basically fact checker. nothing. Apparently Will's at some airport. Is it the Dallas airport? Yeah. He chose, he chose to do something socially related on the most important night of the sports calendar. Hello? Hey, Will. <laughs> hey, hey, what's up? <laughs> We're just hanging out. What are you doing? Uh, debating if I should get Whataburger or Chick-fil-A. Are you at the airport? Yeah, should I get Whataburger or Chick-fil-A? Whataburger. Yeah. You can get Chick-fil-A in Denver. Whataburger's not that great. It's overrated, but you yeah. gotta go with the, I can only get it here. And that's a, that's mm-hmm. sort of a Texas tradition is Whataburger. So how did okay. you, how that's did good. you, how did you watch the Avs game Saturday night? How, what were you doing? Because you had a wedding to attend. Yeah, so I dipped out of the wedding early, right at about 7.45 Dallas time. I got back to Smart. my buddy's place. And uh shout-out to our listener, Zach, for his mm-hmm. NHL TV login. I was able to watch it down in Texas. It went quite well. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You left the wedding? Good. Yeah, I left the wedding to go watch it on, like, an 80-inch TV at my buddy's house. Why wouldn't he? Why the hell did you bother going? Yeah, why did you even go to the wedding, if that's the case? Well, I got like three or four drinks out of it. I said hello to people, and then I, I went and watched the Avs game. I, you, I thought I pulled it off nicely. You stayed at a wedding till 7.45 and left? Got four or five drinks out of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. In, in, <laughs> I in, in, in 45 minutes. You, you saw the photos, Yeah, I saw though. the first dance. It was great. It was a ritzy wedding. I'm sure those drinks I know. were not cheap. I, I'm in all seriousness, I'm flabbergasted by the fact that you flew all the way to Dallas to attend something for an hour and forty five minutes. If you were gonna leave early, now if you were in the corner and you had it on your phone or whatever, that'd be fine, but you would still there for the whole party. Like wedding receptions go to like one in the morning. You left at seven forty five? Why did you go? Well, because it was a fun wedding, it was a good friend. How do you I know? Advantage of what I needed to do, and then I moved on with my life. How do you know it was fun? Nobody else is having fun by seven forty-five. I was having a lot of fun. I haven't been I upset all day. Party by seven forty-five. Yeah, I'm appalled. Sort of done talking. Hey, HW, we're doing something here on the show. We've done it with a couple of our uh, callers so far. Uh, find the nearest person to you right now, um, anybody okay. in front of you, and hand them your phone. 
right, hold on just a second here, okay? Ma'am, excuse me, I'm on the radio in Denver right now. Do you mind hopping on with them real quick and just saying hello? All right, hold on. Here you go. Hello? Hello, ma'am. What's your name? Linda. Linda, how are you? Um, See that guy who just gave you the phone? Yes. He stole that phone. That's my daughter's phone. Can you walk away from him real quick? Just start walking as fast as you can. Walk away. But he's coming after me. He's coming after me. Go. Go as fast as you can. Sprint. What's he doing now? He's looking very um, confused. Why am I? Why am I running off? Yeah, just keep walking. Hey, Linda, while you're walking, walking, while you're walking, where are you flying to today? Kansas City. Kansas City. What's in Kansas City? My mom. Oh, nice. That sounds like a very pleasant trip. Well, Linda, say hello to mom, and when this guy wants that phone back, you tell him, don't be stealing people's iPhones, and you hold on to that sucker, okay? (laughs) You are too funny. All right, bye, Linda. See you later. Have a nice day. Thank you. All right, take it off. Take it off. Linda's heading to Kansas City. I just want to see if if she turns to him and says, no, you do not get this phone back. You know what she should have said, so she would have bought the story? You should have said, Linda, (laughs) look at the screen. Is it broken? Then you that's know. my daughter's phone. Exactly. Is See, it broken in the corner? You knew because <laughs> it's a guarantee that his phone has some sort of crack in it. Yeah. Linda was a good sport. He seriously, dude. He flew all the way down there. He left the wedding before eight o'clock. That's ridiculous. Hopefully, it wasn't a cash bar. If you if you were going to a wedding and you were going to leave at seven forty five, would you even bother going? When you go to the weddings, it's better to go late than early. Right. Yeah. He left at seven forty five. Oh, what? Wait, can everybody tell who is Charlotte again? That's Will's mom. So Will and mom went to the baseball game. Now we're thinking that mom and Will went to the wedding together. I think you're right. I think that was Charlotte. Will can't travel without mom. But is, would Charlotte be going to Kansas well, City, or she just wing that? Will I think it's just off. The, Will can't fly without mom. I think you're right. I think we just. Learn something about I our think mom brings along colleague. the sippy cup and they fly together. I think that's what happens. Yeah, I think you're right. We just discovered something about HW. Fact checker coming up. You got the Vic Lombardi show. You're injured in an accident. You need a legal game plan to fight the insurance company. Step one. Listen to the Bell and Pollock legal show Sunday morning at 730. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. The stars of Rodeo return to Denver for Rodeo All-Star Weekend this Saturday and Sunday at the National Western Complex. Rodeo and country music collide at the All-Star Concert featuring country music sensation Ashley McBride. For tickets, visit RodeoAllStar.com or any King Supers location. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey, guys, it's Ryan Harris. And your boy, Nate Crackman, for our friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you are going to borrow money for a new home, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any 
loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service, and fastest closings. Plus, you'll get one-on-one attention while being guided through the options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. I'd call that a win, Ryan. And there are never any upfront fees. Pick up the phone and give them a call at 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Need a free oil change? Then it's time to stop by Grand Valley Auto in Lakewood. Get a free oil change and check out their hundreds of pre-owned vehicles on the lot. They got amazing tax time deals going on right now. 17 years reputable experience and a full service department. Plus, you get a free oil change just for stopping by. This is the time to come out to Grand Valley Auto. On West Colfax, near Wadsworth in Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Oil change is good for five quarts. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants. Welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers. Friendly, expert advice, and family owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. Hey there, Denver. Are you suffering from spine issues? Is your back hurting when you sit down, stand up, walk, or even sleep? Well, if this is you, you're not alone. Myself, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, I experienced the same pains. After 10 years in the NFL and three back surgeries, I have made it a point for myself to find the champions in orthopedic surgery, the Center for Spine and Orthopedics, located right here in our backyard of Denver. I visited with Dr. Dr. Michael Jansen, the internationally known spine surgeon who has worked with top athletes and champions like myself. And I've gotten my injections from Dr. Isaac, who has 25 years of experience with sports medicine and knees, including total knee replacements. And if you've got shoulder problems, visit them for Dr. Schnell, one of the best shoulder surgeons here in the Denver metro area. So if you're experiencing back pain, knee pain, or any kind of joint pain, visit my friends at Center for Spine. And orthopedics, the champions of orthopedic care. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Final segment, Vic Lombardi show this morning as we uh, prepare for. The biggest home game of the Nuggets season. The final home game of the Nuggets regular season. Hoping they're guaranteed at least two more in the postseason. You know one thing the Nuggets can achieve tonight that at the beginning of the year, I don't know if many people deemed possible. They have a chance to win their 30th home game tonight. Well, what was the uh, over-under that uh, Michael Malone put out? 25? Remember and I was all upset? Yeah. I was like, that's no, putting that's, the bar too no, low. No, no shock you were upset over something, but... I thought that was yeah. ridiculous. 30 is a better number. That's pretty darn good. It's really good. That, it's really good. When you get to 30, that's home dominance, right? Yes, 30 and 11 at home. If I'd have told you at the beginning of the year the Nuggets are going to go 30 and 11 at home, what would you have said their record would be? 
Easy playoff team. And they'd probably win 50. Yeah. I I take it back. They're currently 30 and 10. They have a chance to win their 31st at home tonight. Only losing 10 home games. Yeah, they have a chance to win that. They already won their 30th. Well, think about, God, man, they, they lost to Phoenix on their home court. Philly without Embiid. That game doesn't look as bad now because Philly's just on fire. No, but still, I mean, they had a chance to just be, I mean, that's a special home season. 31 and 10 is a special home season. That's pretty impressive. 31 home wins and may not make the playoffs. That would be a shame. You know what's funny? I was looking at the Nuggets record and I'm saying, well, the road record did them in. 15 and 25 on the road. Albeit they're playing strong on the road currently. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're strong on the road now. You know that there's another team that's currently in a playoff position with a worse road record than the Nuggets? Do you know who that team is? They've only won 14 on the I'm road. Let's say Utah. No. Utah's pretty darn good. Utah's 20 and 20 on the road. Really? I just, I'm trying to think of teams. You'd be with surprised. Home court advantages. You'd be surprised. Uh, San, San Antonio. Antonio. Yeah. San Antonio at home is 32 and 8 on the road, 14 and 26. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's too bad that San Antonio is at home tonight against Sacramento. You never know. There's a chance. My Kings could go in there and get it done. Your Kings? <laughs> Name three Sacramento Kings. Is Vlade still running the show? <laughs> yeah. He's not playing. I have no idea. I couldn't name That's Kings. the beauty of your Kings. <laughs> I just want to see you run home from the uh, radio studio tomorrow morning. I would gladly do so it. So just to reset that, yeah. if the Nuggets win tonight, yes. if the Kings win at San Antonio, yes. If the Clippers win at home against the Pelicans, yes. The Nuggets clinch a playoff spot, yes. And you are running home tomorrow at ten oh one after the radio show, yes. Okay, just making sure I got it, yes. Okay, yes. God, I'm hoping for that. Yes. Anything else? No, just making sure everybody had it. We had it recorded, had the sound down. Uh, for those of you wondering, there's also an outside chance the Nuggets can lose tonight and still make the playoffs. Of course, they'd have to win Wednesday night. But they would need one of those other teams, New Orleans, San Antonio, OKC, who plays at Miami. One of those teams would have to lose tonight. Okay. Because then they could end up in a tie with one of those. Yes. And then they would, because they can't tie with Minnesota. Because they already determined they'd lose the they'd lose third tiebreaker. tiebreaker that, somebody asked me that. Could they afford to lose tonight, win Wednesday Minnesota, and still make the playoffs? The answer is no. First tiebreakers head-to-head. They'd be tied to two, two apiece. Mm-hmm. Second tiebreaker is division. They'd be tied. Nine and seven. Third tiebreaker is conference record, and there's no chance the Nuggets can beat the Minnesota T-Wolves in that category. And then there is also a different tiebreaker if it's a three-way if tie. If it's a three-way tie, then it's record amongst each other in that three-way tie. R- records uh, amongst playoff teams. And we didn't want to try and figure that I, out. I don't even know where to go with that. No. We'll worry about that after tonight. Let's just one day at a time this thing. Bonnie Franklin at... We're going to just worry about tonight's game against the Blazers. Vic, please have Chester say capacitor. He butchered it earlier in the show. Capacitor. Flux capacitor. That sounds I don't really think good I did. Me. I really don't. I'll admit when I screw up words, although I I don't think I was wrong on the words you thought I was last week. It is a poem. Does Barton's contract run out this year? If so, will he be back? Don't know. You don't know if he'll be back or you don't know if his contract Oh, his contract's up at the end of the season. He becomes a free agent. I think he's played himself back into a spot on this team next year. He's been really good he's down been the really stretch. really good. And I was as big a, yeah. uh, I don't know that I'd say I was a Barton yeah. hater, but I, he frustrated me as much as anybody. And he's been really, really good down the stretch. Before we get to Marty, we'll, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. There's been a lot of heat going Michael Malone's way. 
Michael Malone, by the way, 11 a.m. tomorrow with Scott and Julie. Mm-hmm. Is there any question whatsoever he's returning as the Nuggets head coach, considering the way the Nuggets have finished thus far, with or without making the playoffs? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, if they lose the next two and they lose in embarrassing fashion, you, you who never, knows? You, but... you never know. You, you never know. But, I mean, the way they have finished, the way they have played without Gary Harris, with yeah. all those games on the road. Well, I think when you look at the injuries they've sustained – and when you look at how well they've played of late, now that we finally see Millsap and Jokic mm-hmm. and everybody kind of getting on the same page, I think the I think it's a ninety percent plus that he's back. Somebody Even asked if me they this question: the If Paul Millsap doesn't miss those forty-four games, let's say he misses ten, where are the Nuggets right now? I think they're the three seed. They're where Portland is right now. Yeah. So I mean, they would only need my what, three more wins yeah. to be tied yeah. with Portland. I think if you if you bring everyone back next year. Including the head coach, including Will Barton. The expectation is they have home court advantage in the first round. I would not disagree with you. That's right the there. expectation next year. Marty O, what do we do wrong? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. All right, guys. We completed the lit trifecta today. Will says it about 90 times a day. Vic has been getting on the train lately. Even mentioned it to Jared Bednar one time. But James was going strong. Didn't say it. He even said the following. I, I think we should ban the phrase, it's going to be lit on this show. I'm over it. I know. I know. But then not even six minutes into the show, we got this. HW and then now you. Yeah, I know. Call it I know. lit. Was yeah. it lit? Yeah. Just stop. Dude. I know. I know. But I, I prefaced it. I didn't use it. Like, I didn't just say it. I was making fun it. of it in the question. I thought you were going to be strong on us, James. Man, tonight is going to be lit, though, at Pepsi Center. <laughs> I can't go. wait. All right, James, we had a bunch of people correct you on the uh, flex capacitor ah, thing. Did I really mess yeah. it up? Trent and uh, John in North Denver both got you, so don't mess with Back to the Future guy. Mm. I know the name. I just must have been not thinking. I, I don't recall flex capacitor. I did I re- call it a capacitator? Capacitator, yeah. yeah. I screwed that up if that's what I said. Mm-hmm. It was just a – didn't intend to, obviously. All right, and also you guys are talking about mock drafts and how they're pretty useless. Uh, I went back and looked at the ESPN mock draft from 2017. So out of the first 32 picks, guess how many they got right? Three. Which mock draft was this? It was last an year. ESPN mock draft from 2017. Last so year. last year's mock draft, how many they got right in the first round? Mm-hmm, out of 32. Seven. They got six right. Yeah, wow. see? It's like being a weather person. I mean, we had a blizzard during the show mm-hmm. today, Vic. We had sunny, a blizzard, and yeah. now it's sunny and beautiful. Again. I know the pick that threw everybody off last year is either the Mitchell Trubisky pick or the uh, the one at Kansas City. Yeah, it was the Mahomes. Trubisky one that that kind of jumbled everything. In yeah, the top I mean, five all there. it takes is one team to have right one pick that nobody expects, and boom. But they're held accountable less than weather people. I washed my car. Thanks, just, Saban. Just, just be thankful you didn't spend three hours talking about the picks. Oh my God! And James, no kidding. We also heard about your golf shirt about 15 times yeah. today. It's, uh, Thanks. It's a nice I, shirt. I like it. I wore a golf shirt today because <laughs> it's supposed to be nice, and it was snowing during the show. It's nice again, though. We so did. Fine. We did get the wrath of Denver weather. Uh, morning, it was okay. Then snow, and now sunny. Yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah. And that's it, fellas. Pretty clean show with no HW. Clean, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. very well clean. done. Yeah, no, no need for a mop today. I'm mad that I screwed up a word though. Now, it was be. capacitator. Do you want a high five? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
high high script capacitator, HW can't say thanks. <laughs> so that's the difference in the two uh, of us. You do have issues with always. And I can tra- <laughs> and I can travel without my mother. Jenny. I called her Jenny. You called Julie Jenny. Judy Judy Broman Jenny. Yeah. Just to see her reaction. She doesn't seem She's to not like happy. it. Jenny and Hastings are up next, by the way. Uh, before we go, our Fired Up Finale. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Is there right a job where you can be more inept and just keep plugging along than a weather person? Oh, wow. Here we go. Hot take. Seriously. Like, they never get it right. They never get And there's no accountability. It's like doing mock drafts. Nobody ever looks back <laughs> at your mock draft and goes, well, you were bad four years ago. There's You just throw out a prediction. <laughs> And then whatever's going to happen actually happens, and nobody goes back and says, "Hey, Saban, you didn't say it was going to snow. You want someone keeping score?" Yes. Okay. It's like referees. After the game, they should have to answer for their mistakes. I want Kathy Saban to apologize to all of us who washed our car yesterday. If Stormy Rotman was still here, I'd be mad at Stormy Rotman. Chill out. I think anytime you can mention Stormy Rotman, yeah. I think it's been a good day. Bill Custer, not bad either. Great. Custer's Garden. Mm-hmm. He was good. He was um, good. So when you wash your car, do you do it at a car wash? Do you do it manually <laughs> yourself at home? I mean, no, it's a serious question. I know, just the way you said car wash was funny. Yeah. Uh, I do the drive-through car wash okay. thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm lazy. It's seven bucks. I'm like, I'll just, I'll pay the seven. But like in the summer, I'll wash my car in my driveway and mm. people will be like, what are you doing? I go, go like shirtless and just make a whole production it. of it. Oh yeah. I actually sell, you know. <laughs> Where you could you could get those cut off Daisy Dukes uh-huh. that they had in the break room that day. <laughs> Go shirtless. Uh, that'll do it. Tomorrow on the show, what do we have tomorrow? Tomorrow's Tuesday. Uh, who do we we have uh, Leggy in studio. Leggy's uh, yes, usually on with and, us. And so. uh, HW will be back yeah. and he'll get us on track. I don't uh, know. We'll see you at Pepsi Center tonight, gang. Uh, needless to say, come on, let's hear you. Portland with the season on the line. There's a chance, an outside chance. I am running home from the studio tomorrow. If all the domino, dominoes fall the way they're supposed to fall. I'm so Just think bored. about that. Up next, Hastings and Brownman, Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. I'm really proud of this team. I was really proud of this team before tonight. And then for to see them step up the way they did and, and sort of finish the job of, of phase one of our season, I, I, I mean, I, I don't even know what to say. Like the leadership in our group, the, the dedication, the... Um, the the belief system I would say from our team the they from day one they've been coachable they I mean our young guys are getting better they're playing big games and I mean throughout our lineup it was pretty impressive and and you know the last week or so didn't go real well for us and and to be able to come home and respond the way we did it's kind of it's kind of what we've been doing all